0: go. I'm just going to pull my microphone away from my mouth a little bit because I need to take a drink.
1: I, like, I need to get a drink. I was about to do that and then you bloody called. Well, I thought, oh look he's on there. Hey, I was listening to last month actually. Did you enjoy all the jet bits? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was laughing. Yeah, where the hell did you find that? I just I, I thought well I need to see a jet clip in there and then it was like a jet fat girl who just kind of stood there next to this tree talking about her entire life for five minutes and so I was like, Yes! <laughs> She's like, what did she say? I was born in Middlesbrough. I was like, yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Conquistables. This week, the Conquistables travel to Canada for the Canadian Stampede. Heading north of the border tonight. Flying Cameron Phillips, the British Bulldog Ewan Taylor, Phil the Anvil Doyle, and Geordie Alan Milburn. Only tonight on The Conquistables.
0: The pub that me and I go to for lunch in Carlisle has been turned into like a sort of mock 1920s pub. Nice.
2: Told me this was happening, and I think Al did not approve.
0: Yeah, Al went the other day because it was reopened now, and he's like, "Oh, oh. Come, it's not great." <laughs> Is it not great, Al?
3: No, I was in, I was in there. For this. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him about the Howard, Al. Tell him about the Howard. Well, it's all. Hang on, hang on. Put me. My dad's watching the football. I just it's one there. All right. Hello, Al's dad. Hello, Al's dad. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hello. So yes, what was it? Yes,
3: it, it's all pushed now. It is um, I had a hand-making chips today, Cam. Did you? <laughs> yeah Smaller portion, a Small portion oh. Small portion And no veg anymore
0: oh. um,
3: yeah, was interesting. And They've increased the price by pound <laughs> fifty.
0: Well, that's a bit rubbish hmm.
3: uh, So, yeah Oh, yeah, it was nice
1: Horace Johnson's England, eh? Yes, <laughs> I'm going the yeah. Tories.
2: I do that for everything anyway So, you know well, Pretty much, yeah. I'm, I'm with uh, Zach Sabre Jr., who blames the Tories for his crap G1 run so far. <laughs> oh, did he? Yes. I didn't know that. He played oh, the, the videos.
0: Have you not I've, seen the
1: videos, Phil? Of I've been Zach going away to see the, um, the Moxley ones. Oh, you've got to see, you've got to see him in the Arx's um, oh, face. What's his, his young his young line's name? It's right, Rita. I love him.
2: Yeah, big shooter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like, he's like uh, what's the one? This he's like, come on, let's go ice my balls. <laughs>
2: yeah but no you need to watch you need to watch the NSG's promo from the G1 they have been absolutely fire <laughs>
0: Bollocks, Boris Bolukin Johnson. <laughs> it is six thousand stars. This man rejected a WWE contract. Yep, <laughs> Got <Gone> to <laughs> It's like, hilarious. Yep. So, um, shall we crack on? I suppose we should. Is everyone ready? I'm ready uh, yeah. to be. Hang on. Yeah,
3: just about. Um, I'm just doing some last-minute research. Hang on.
0: Al's opening up his book. <coughs> Al's, Al's doing some last minute research. I don't know is that he, this is a for anything. Is, is he reading the back of the VHS? Yep, he's got the VHS in his hand. I hope it's the VHS
1: is in his Very hand. Very hard stoner. Uh, no. No, I, I,
3: I, don't, I don't have the VHS
1: for this one anymore, uh, Every time bus? we say VHS, I'm going to hear that now. Very <laughs> hard <laughs> <laughs> dear god well to be fair uh, I, I'd like to thank the Scottish language for that one yeah we, we, we got some we got some good stuff we got some I mean, good... The the English equivalent would be what very hard stiffy that's just not that doesn't sound anywhere that's near not, as
0: good that, that sounds like something that would be eaten <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a cocktail you would drink at a bar somewhere
1: what ho can I have two very hard stiffies in a tequila sunrise please <laughs> exactly <laughs> Can we this uh, this be uh, very hard to be extra stiff, please.
0: <laughs> An extra shot of stiff. With this twist as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good lord! <laughs> Are you finished researching yet, Al? Yes, yes I am. Are you ready to go? <laughs> yes, yes I am. Are we green lighting you? Right, okay. Well,
3: I've got my coffee and my Bakewell tart. So
1: there quiz. <laughs> wow! Can I just say, the last time I think Al on a podcast it was like a like a a pie, and now we've got a Bakewell tart.
3: A big wilta, a lemon, a lemon, big wilta. That's not a big wilta. That's not a big wilta. <laughs> oh, sorry, pie. that's what. That's what the Asda packaging describes
2: as. Well, it's, to be fair, it's for Asda. It's for people with lower IQ. So if they call it a big old tart, <laughs> there's a big isn't old
0: tart. Call it a big old tart. They say big old tarts use cherries on them, don't they? Exactly. It's cherries. Yeah. It's, yeah. Got it's got a, a piece
3: almond, of lemon on the top. Oh, that's why, wrong. <laughs> why are we Whoa. discussing
2: big old tarts?
3: Because <laughs> I it's I was on the podcast, that's why. And, I'm, okay, I'm fair enough.
0: we're
1: going to save it for halfway through. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's <laughs> the
0: already new beginning. It's... Like he's like, we usually save big towers for halfway through everything, don't you?
1: I'm gonna make a note of that so when we get to, like halfway through the pay for you, right, stop, beetle <laughs> <laughs> time, stop, pickle tab, dun 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 dun, dun, dun. It's pickle time.
0: Right, anyway, this is a shorter card, so I had hoped to give. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, is it nice that we're
1: all on the podcast? It yeah, nice. it's lovely, yeah. it's not happened for a couple of times, is it not? All, f- all four quadrants of the Conquista Balls so are together. Oh. And we're in all
3: four different cities. Well, are we, Gretna? Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's like
2: different it's, corners of the of the globe. Sorry, small globe you're using.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> what between Cameron? Gloucester, Kilmarnock, Gretna, and Newcastle? Yeah, it's like one top, one bottom, one east, and one west. And I yeah. have a vowel, please. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of the yeah, it's an odd
1: sort of crucifix thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't going to go for a crucifix, but you know. Well, there'll be vampires. Anyway. So, we'd be the crucifix, and wrestling would be Stone Cold Steve Austin being strapped to us and held up above the ring. But this yes. is two years before that. I know. I'm just trying to bring it. That's the only crucifix I can think of in wrestling to bring it back to it. There's a move called the crucifix That's true. Crucifix? There is, yeah.
3: No. Oh, um, shit, I've dropped my belt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'll cut that out. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's everywhere.
3: <laughs> talk about yourself, gentlemen. Talk about yourself.
0: Well, suppose, Phil, if you were to take a map of the UK, right? Yeah, right I'll and you will put one point in Kilmarnock, uh-huh. and one point in Gretna, further south, yeah. but a little bit further along towards Ireland. And you will put another point to Newcastle, and uh-huh. you put another point all the way down south to Gloucester, you'd have four points there. You could yeah. possibly get all the points of a maple leaf. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> could, you, could you really? Yes, you could, for the purposes could of you? this podcast, yes, you could. Could you? Um, could you, so, uh, Yeah, you could. <laughs> Shush. Very um, nice. um, so tonight We're going to go to Canada And we are I'm um, going to go to July 1997 mm-hmm. July the 6th 1997 The Canadian Airlines Saddle Dome in Calgary Alberta, Canada For In Your House 16 The Canadian Stampede Yeah. This one, was I? us Phil? Why did you pick this one,
1: Phil? Um, well, I think as I said on the last podcast, due to our um, how can I put it irregular schedule, yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of podcasts around the, the anniversary of Brian Pullman's death, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which may have been like a good eighteen months ago now. Uh, still oh, dead, I mean, he's still dead, but you know, it was a while ago. But um, they were kind of talking about his career, and this kind of came up quite a few times because. Uh, apparently, Brian Pillman thought like this is one of his best, best PPVs or best matches that like, he like you know, enjoyed the most. This this um, the the Canadian Stampede. So I thought, how oh, good to talk about it on the podcast Okay, so that's us wait until my turn, and uh, that's my turn. I said, let's do the Canadian Stampede, and here so, we are tonight, and here we are. Um So was it July ninety seven? So a week before my birthday this would have uh, been.
0: Here we go. Of course, when you, Yo, you, you'd you have been what your, uh, how
1: old would you been? I would have been uh, nearly 17. 17. The halcyon I mean. days. The young, go. fresh-faced Phil. Uh, who wasn't watching wrestling at this point, I, I, I should say? Uh, this is the period when I was out of the, the wrestling. I, think, um, I, I was, was as
0: well. Yeah.
1: I, don't, I wouldn't have watched this at the what, time. Was I the only person who watched this at the time? yeah
2: I'm so, so excited okay. I wasn't
1: watching it because I don't have Sky yeah I don't think I really kind of got around to watching it because when I kind of got back into the um, wrestling like in the next year or so like by 2000 I was back into it I was more kind of like stuff from kind of 98 onwards over so the King of the Ring with Mick Foley and all you know, all uh, that kind of stuff with um, uh, the Rock Mankind Feuds. that was the kind of stuff that I kind of came back on which is post this because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think we had a little debate Again, um, last time about where this kind of stands in the like in the Attitude Era. <laughs> yeah, we did. We've, we've got things like um, it's so it's before the Montreal job. Yep. Yep. But we've got Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin. Yeah. Uh, we've got Hunter Hirst Helmsley rather than Triple H, but we've got China. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's on the cusp. It's on the cusp of well, that the, era. The, the,
3: the, the released a DVD called Dawn of the Attitude Era, which pretty much covers this period of time. Well, there you go. So yeah, so that's the word they like to use:
1: a dawn of the dawn of the Attitude Era. And it does mm. feel like, um, apart from you know one kind of glaring thing, which I'll um, I'll touch on when we kind of get into the show, it's it's like pretty much the Attitude Era, but it's just waiting for that kind of spark. Yep. To kind of bring it to kind of the proper heights of where it will get to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, because even at the beginning, it's got like the old WWF logo it's yeah. not the scratch logo it's the kind of like yeah. looks like the old one but it's not chrome anymore it's like what's, what's the point of it? just make it chromed
2: mm-hmm. make it chromed uh, the opening video pack is quite interesting because it, it it shows that lean towards the attitude you've yeah, got well, the, you've <laughs> got the clean cut guys you've got like your Bret Hart's, your sort of bastions of good and then you've got Stone Cold Steve Austin who's on the opposite side of the spectrum yeah. who's just this bastard but people love him because he is a bastard
1: We no longer live in a world of black and white. Rather, the landscape has become a canvas of muted greys, where good is indistinguishable from evil, and renegades receive our hero's embrace. I thought it was interesting, the very first words of the package beginning is, we no longer live in a world of black and white. Yep. That's the first word of it. I don't know if that was um, there at the time, or it's like a retroactive thing about added onto the podcast. It seems awfully pressing for them to kind of go, oh, you know, we kind of kind of in that change from mm. the kind of white Me baby paste into the, the grey areas. The whole, I hope the thing's like black and white. It's the way that the WWF often
0: seem, when they look back on this pay per view in any kind of retrospectives, they seem to have like some great big. Surprise that! Oh, and we went to Canada, and they cheered the Heart Foundation, and wow! And it's <laughs> what like, a shock! What a mm. shock! But th- this this opening video package is basically them saying, you know, the Heart Foundation will be treated like heroes in their home territory. Yeah. It's like, well. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, just, I'd expect them to be. Yeah, it's just really weird. This is the first thing I noticed about this is the fact that whenever the WWF or WWE now today go back to this show, they always think it's like, oh, we were really shocked that we oh, really all the fans started chanting, you know, what in the Art Foundation when when there were dastardly anti American heels. Yeah. So there's
2: one word that perfectly describes this
1: pay per
0: view Bizarro World.
1: This is a strange well, this one. Is where
0: the, this is where the Canadian fans' bizarre World thing began, really, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Right.
1: Mm. Um, the well, the, I think the, the only Canadian I've ever seen kind of properly booed in Canada <laughs> um, was Chris Jericho a few years ago. Like, he came oh, yeah. out and he got... Yeah, Jer- yeah. I think it was, like, wasn't that one of those where they showed the house show on the WWE Network? Possibly... I can't think which one it was now but he kind of oh. came out and he did a promo on his way to the ring and um, when he kind of came out they cheered him by the time he got to the ring they were booing him alright well that's just Jericho being Jericho for you <laughs> it's pretty Jericho, pretty Jericho mm-hmm. but yeah but, but if you're Canadian yeah. and you're in Canadia you're gonna <laughs> yeah, get you, they just cheer you don't they that's just the and they say it probably started from here with the Bret Hart's isn't, and all that isn't that the guy from Akira you
0: <laughs>
1: Canadian- <laughs> that's the one, that's the one yeah. um,
0: anyway uh, Brett has turned his back on an entire nation says the voiceover the bastard um, the bastard um, and then um, what I always love is they always go about how Canadian fans really, really love the Hart family and really idolise Brett Hart there's always always in every Canadian pay-per-view in fact just even even non-Canadian at this time someone holding up a sign with Brett spelt with two T's <laughs> every well, single time,
3: they they even got confused because when he first started in the eighties, some shows had him with two T's and some shows didn't. When they showed his little name, you know, underneath, him.
0: But it's like been <laughs> like one T for like what since like the Heart Foundation in like the late eighties in the WF So it's like why if you idolize they yeah. idolize Yeah, misspell his name every misspell time. Why
1: name? not? Um, been, they thought his name was T or so Brett Teakar or something. The Hitman heart. That's Hart.
0: what it is. That's there there it you could. go. See, that's
1: where the extra T comes from. Exactly.
3: Hart. That's, that's what the thought it was. <laughs> that's why they put the extra T in there.
1: I just checked, <laughs> and Bret Hart, Hart's middle yeah. name is
3: Sergeant. What? Brett? Sergeant Hart. Yeah. I, I, I think Stu was a big fan of Sergeant Slaughter, so he called
1: him. <laughs> <yeah>. Wow. <laughs> so we we get through the um the promo video and the awesome graphics on the logo at the beginning. Yeah. And I think it's fair to point out straight away that um, because the show is called uh, Canadian Stampede, mm-hmm. um, there's a slight cowboy theme running through the show. Just because everybody at ever, the ringside yeah. is wearing a cowboy hat. And
3: Jerry Lawless looks awful large.
1: Yeah, Jerry mm-hmm. Lawless got a massive yeah. hat. The Spanish yeah. outsider's got hats. The ringing outsider's got hats. Uh, the uh, thing's got a hat. The timekeeper's got a hat. <laughs> everybody at ringside has got a hat. A big honking cowboy hat, just to underline the fact that it's a Canadian stampede. Well, to be well, fair, that. Jim Ross just turned up. He, didn't, he probably didn't get the memo, but the theme we just turned up went, damn it, guys. <laughs> you just did him a gimmick.
3: <laughs> I think all this talk of hats should lead us to the opening contest.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake. Here we go.
3: And I mean the real opening oh, contest. Oh, I told you. Uh, I told you. Uh, Doc,
1: Doc McHale.
3: Right, Look, okay. we, we've got to do these things properly if we want to do them. It's oh, not on the yeah. network,
1: though. It's not on the network. <laughs>
3: exactly. Well, well, was was the whole last podcast not on the network? But we still did it. Oh, it here we you go. Know.
1: <laughs> it's on you a know network, what,
3: guys. Let's just shut up. I'll well, this, go. This is on the network. It's on the what's it called? Daily Mud. Mo- uh, what's it called? The Daily, Mo- <laughs> Daily, <Network>. Daily Motion. <laughs> uh, Daily Motion. <laughs> the
1: <It's a> ex- <laughs> X Wrestle Torrents or something. Yeah, I'll be on there. I think that works. <laughs>
3: so anyway, where were we?
1: Right, the dark so match, we have, Alan, The dark We have the f- tell
3: the free-for-all. Ran. Um I don't know if anyone remembers the free-for-all.
2: Yeah, it's the ca- in general, it was a one-hour segment of "Please Buy This Show." Yes, that's a bit With a match, with a bonus match. <coughs> now, now the free-for-alls in this format ran
3: from '96 <laughs> to '97. This being the final one with a tear in your eye. And what was so, the uh, the finale of this this glorious series? Well the the, the um they held um was ninety I, I worked this out. Yeah, nineteen free for alls with matches. And two of them didn't contain matches in that period of time. Um and we saw quite a lot of people in them in them little in them little matches and segments. But after that the free for all just ran as a normal show without the matches and eventually was replaced by Heat. But um yes, we saw we saw three future champions in the free for alls over the year. We we had Austin, Triple H and uh, the Rock. And then other sort of OK guys like JBL, Rikishi, New Age Outlaws, they all did the little, the little trades of this little um, things, and a couple of Hall of Famers like Drake Roberts and Yokozuna turned up as well. But this is the finale for the free-for-all, and it brings us nicely to hats because it featured the
1: Blackjacks. Oh God.
3: But, of course, not the old Blackjacks, no. No, the no of course not. new Blackjacks. <laughs> and when a tag team's got the word new in front of it, you know they're in business.
1: <laughs> yeah because they're all like those in the new new foundation was that a tag yeah, team yeah and the new rockers new rockers yeah
3: the new Midnight Express new Midnight Express yeah was, was there a new Bushwackers um, certainly not but they're in the mix. <gasps> what a shame um, so yes so it was a- against everyone's famous pig farm and tag team was the Godwins so yes the Black Jacks versus the Godwins was your exciting free for all match in this one so naturally with a cowboy themed um, Pay per view. Surely the Cowboys will go over. <laughs> Do you think? But of course not. <laughs> the, the match ended when Barry Windham attempted a suplex on Phineas, but Henry Godwin to come in, kick Windham in the gut, and Phineas does turn it into a small package
1: for the exciting pin. Do you think like uh, the um, the smoking guns have been really annoyed that they kind of they weren't around for this one? <laughs> uh, yes.
3: Yeah. Well, no, Billy was Rockabilly wasn't he? he was Rockabilly Exactly. Yeah. Um, but one other thing just a little blackjack story apparently Wyndham tells this story of he, they turn up at um, Tapins and they tell them because your dad's a black you're going to be the new blackjacks with Bradshaw okay when we're wrestling tonight okay yep you got to go to the barbers right now and get your moustache and hair dyed black for <laughs> yeah. tonight's show yeah. so so there you go anyway that's that's a little dark match tip it out the way and we Thank can Christ start with that. the pay-per-view now
1: Thanks, Al. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. So the fir- the first proper match. I think that's why he comes here, isn't
0: it? Well, just we've to gotta do
1: things properly. <laughs> By the way,
3: it, it is that dark breath uh, on free for all is included on the DVD version. The um,
0: Tag
1: class version. It is because uh, I remember watching I, this original attack class. I can imagine thing. Al being so angry that we're not doing it properly. He's like he's just like crushing his, his um, lemon Bakewell tart <laughs> in his hand. Like we've got to do it properly. <laughs> Even though am... it's not a Bakewell tart. I did have the DVD version
3: but it's still sealed and I didn't want to open it so I I sought the free-for-all on on another
0: media (laughs) source I think I got rid of my DVD copy of this because I did that whole thing of well I'm paying for the network so why do I need all the DVDs of the pay-per-views fair enough so I think it's long gone but this is the sort of risky take in the fact that you you might get like fuller versions of the pay-per-views from like back in the day from on the
1: Discs, no, but. yeah, because wasn't there like what do they call those releases? Like the signature releases or something? They tag, were like tag classic, yeah, yeah. That period they well, couldn't of, use the logo and stuff, could they? So they could they released into that brand or something? Oh no, remember no, no, that was
3: policy of them. No, Silver Vision, so they could they could use all the logos and all the yeah. music. Yeah. So there was no edits in that at all. Um, one other strange point, which one it is. Not all the tag classics include the free for all, some do and some don't. It seems a bit random which ones do and which ones don't. But, hmm. but there maybe,
1: you go. maybe they maybe they just shouldn't include them.
3: Um
1: well <laughs> Maybe they just should them, just let it die.
3: Like Royal Rumble ninety eight includes a free for all, but that's got no matches, it's just half an hour of talking. <laughs> but like Royal Rumble ninety seven, which included a midget match, doesn't have the free for all on the on the DVD at why. all. So, well, that I, is. I don't know. And the final note. I promise I won't mention this anymore. They released released the video of all free for all. (laughs) Which featured the best matches of the free for all, but sadly it was released before this classic Black Jacks and who the, who the
2: fuck is buying that DVD? <laughs> <GBT? laughs> video,
3: video. Well, it was video, a... even worse.
1: It's clearly somebody like, who needs to complete their collection. You know, what but, I mean, it's, of it's course, like that can of level up, isn't it? So, 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 Al's you know exactly.
3: It. You know exactly who's got this video. I've yeah? got that video. I'm looking around. I think it's in Carlisle, so I can't there take a picture of it. but No,
2: it's not <laughs> yeah. oh,
3: So the, fir-
1: the first match. do geez- you Triple H, sorry, Hunter Hearst Helmsley,
0: yes, versus yes.
1: mankind. Yeah, so this like match
0: um, starts off spicy, a lot <laughs> spicy. But yeah, well, it's I've got down here in my notes. It's um, just uh, Hunter not at one stage say so that you know uh, mankind can kiss his ass, and then mankind's going, "It's your lucky day because I'm a good kisser." Yes, <laughs> I think he's awesome.
1: Tyler's so like, "You can you can kiss my ass." And That's like, well, the one. lucky. I'm a good kisser. <laughs> yep. Oh, Mick, yeah, because it's yeah. like. Um, it's China before a nose job. Well, it's mankind and other surgeries. It's mankind post the interview with Jim Ross. So they kind of like touch on him being McFurley and Cactus Jack and those kind of things. Yeah. So, again, it's that kind of like that kind of slight in between period where it's like, I guess DX forms towards the end of this year, does it?
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michaels comes back
3: and it's a couple of couple of is it? Um, Ground Zero, I think it, it starts. Yeah.
1: And also, uh, there's a great um, sign of the crowd saying, China, I'm in room 209. What is it with people giving out the room numbers live in pay per view? That's just a terrible
2: way
0: to get a lot of visitors you do not want. <laughs> I know,
1: I know, right? Yeah. But again, it's um, very pressing for China's future career.
0: Uh, oh, dear. So that
2: video
1: will live in my memory <laughs> in that whole scarf memory section. Well, speaking of that, uh, I think at one point at the start, China, there's like a shot at China, and man on Compton goes, Look at the delts on China. What? The deltoids.
0: Oh. Probably the first major moment of intake of breath in this match is when Hunter Irish whips Mankind and the outside of the ring and China sort of scoop, sort of power slams um, Mankind. Yes. But his mm-hmm. leg cracks off
1: the ring steps. Yeah, that's quite- t- that's it looks like in, sore. <laughs> there's that spot Matt he does look into the into the stairs you know he we kind of like yeah it looks like that but yeah getting stand into it does not pretty it looks good oh yeah, yeah yeah it looks awesome and you know in the red <laughs> but of that just like
0: hell yeah. <sighs> yeah I don't know if it was just like a mess up or something like that or if he was supposed to actually get his leg out of the way but he doesn't manage it and he's like the in, the, the back of his knee basically just goes <laughs> down, <that'll laughs> yeah yeah in those moments where you kinda
1: of go, I wonder why Mick has had so many surgeries. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Mick Foley, the Prime Minister of Parts Unknown, according to Jim Ross.
3: I would say the ultimate warrior would have a you know, was he wouldn't he wouldn't, you know, he would stand against them in the election, I think.
1: No, your um um warrior's your your press secretary. Oh, probably, the when you yeah. get when you get all the doing all the talking for you. God. Jesus, <laughs> can you imagine
0: that being brought out? Like... <laughs> 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 opening appointment scratch your times is the ultimate warrior <laughs> yep that will be amazing just half an hour of him running around the team, just take
3: the controls <laughs> Boris Johnson
0: <laughs> is wearing all the full gear
2: <laughs> like, full gear but it's got a tie on to make it look is this, yeah a
1: tie on <laughs> There you go. There, oh, there's our topical God. political
2: satire for you. That's yeah. it, yep. <laughs> yeah. Brexit would be handled by the old man. Couldn't do much worse, let's be honest.
1: No, that's true. Put uh, put the pound into a nose, dive <laughs> it's yeah. just- Look at him. Brilliant. <laughs> um, there's, there's a bit then, uh, I think after that where triple H goes full rip flare. He's like sticks on a figure four leg lock and he starts like um pulling the rope and stuff.
0: Yeah, sign trying to try pull him back to get yeah like, he's like on a it.
1: pure sure. kind of rip flesh but even with like the rope kind of kicks H's hands can off Can I the ropes. can
0: I bring up
3: a, a silly triple H logic spot?
1: Sure. Oh, um.
3: It's Fully's other leg that's injured, so he should have put the figure four the other way around uh, and he's actually got it on the wrong leg. Uh, there you uh,
1: do you think <laughs>
2: he was trying to take up the other leg so he couldn't stand at all? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, because Mick's known Same. for his high-high-flying agility, isn't he? So <laughs> <You> <laughs>
0: unless, there was a, unless there was a genuine moment where Mick thought had done something to his knee, so they're trying to avoid putting any more pressure on it.
3: I think I think Trip Lynch just made a mistake.
1: But this would mean, like, they've already been on the ramp and uh, Trip's have been suplexed. They've been outside for a bit doing slams. Yeah. Um, JR's, hey, I be. think Vince has said the rest has been giving them a great deal of latitude. <laughs> Oh, by the, the way is, what is the this, fuck does that even this, mean
3: is this the first does this match contest the first of about 15 nut shots
0: for the night <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, so probably yeah, does it does well, yeah. it does because
2: it there's, a, there's an Irish riff at one point fully falls out into Triple H's nuts I'm sure
1: yeah, yeah. I think Mick's on the um, does he is he like on the um to pulls him through and crotches uh, Mick on the post uh, yeah I think uh, sounds right yep. yeah yep. I've got a and triple then, H crush on
0: top rope as well
1: yeah and at that point they kind of roll outside oh, yeah, he, he, and then they just start going nuts there
3: was another There was another
0: spot I was, I was
3: trying to think of in, in that uh, in that match but, but it happened before but I don't think I'm going to get it they had it before my old man brain can't
1: remember the yeah. podcast you know wow
3: um, <laughs> I don't write things down you see I do it by memory but there, you go. there you go. <laughs> sometimes it's
1: not it doesn't know
2: I think the most important point of this match is this match does not actually have a result
1: no no I think at this point just, they kind of go out into the crowd and then it's yeah. just a count out it just finishes yep
0: they just end up in some sort of mass brawl that will last for <laughs> another hour
1: yeah they land in there they go to the penalty box that was the, the point crowd that I was going on there there's a
3: point early on as well where Cactus hits it or mankind hits the elbow, and Jim Ross actually refers to on the um, commentary. As a oh, Cactus it's the classic Cactus oh, yeah, elbow. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. 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 obviously yeah. a lot of WE fans wouldn't know, WF fans at the time, because he did it all in, in WCW, didn't yeah. he? And in, in, in Japan yeah. or whatever. But that was his fitting for.
1: It's that point when they kind of they kind of start stripping the gimmicks away a little bit and start. Talking more about make it people underneath them. Real people. Yeah, so like <laughs> mankind starts to become, they start to call them Nick, you know. Uh, Mrs. Foley's baby boy and all that kind of starts coming out a bit more. It,
3: it also should be noted that Triple H has got some pretty dull offence at this moment of time in his career. Um, Foley does make it look a bit better by taking silly bumps from it, but mm. just a few months earlier, if you look at his Goldust feud, oh god, that was terrible. It was. It was very boring. He's he's two matches with Goldust and the Rumble in WrestleMania. They weren't they weren't exactly good, but this is a much better show, and I think I think Foley um, does lots to make Triple H look good. Obviously, that's yeah. even more true going into 2000 but I think in this match as well he does quite a lot to make Triple H look look an interesting yeah. wrestler which he's not at this moment in time I don't think
1: yeah no, you, you can kind of tell it's like he's still really early in developing that character like he's not like I say he's not even become like the Triple H kind of guy yet he? he's just still and even though he's got China with him and it's sort of the beginning of that kind of change to DX it's still like he hasn't started that yet and but like the, you say With Nick um, with, with, with him they got good chemistry So like, it ends up being Like a decent opener
3: Yeah Yes And then the A-team Comes to uh, Break them up Is it like <laughs> what is it, Tony Guerrero And there's Pat Patterson there And
1: uh, Tim the Mike's there as well Isn't he Yeah, 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 they, he yeah. Gets like, I think just like Throws him over At one point Like quite viciously And then they just They're just brawling And they just kind of just Disappear out of the back Somewhere I assume I think, To get yeah. dressed And leave the arena I think the
3: countdown is a little bit of a disappointment but I think going forward to the cage match at SummerSlam I guess I was, was going say right, it's a build the cage that was the match, right, um, the right yeah. call wasn't it but it well, was a bit
1: it does kind of feel like not all the time but like in a few places it feels like it's been booked as a house show if that kind of makes sense I
3: don't know I thought it went a bit above and beyond for a whole yeah, I
1: mean, at some point some it, at some point it feels like a testimonial some point it feels like a house at some point it feels like a proper pay view it it's, it's, it's kind of feeds that whole thing about it being like a really kind of bizarro show I think it's the weirdness of the fact that it, this is a pay-per-view as such but it's a short
2: pay-per-view mm. but people are expecting pay-per-view matches but because this isn't an actual pay-per-view as such you're not, they don't really feel the need to give you a finish for example they can yeah. give you a counter finish that you know is going to lead to one of their Get main shows. Down
1: the road, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. so
2: it's almost like these were I mean these were the B shows at the time but they were still treating them with more respect than a house show but at the mm. same time they were nowhere near the level of it wasn't being
1: booked like to pay for was it
2: yeah exactly it was being booked to sort of not quite as a stopgap but something above that if that makes any sense
1: yeah like those like, like the Saudi Arabia pay-per-views at the moment oh god don't get me Just started on that
3: <laughs> I'll bring up this point now um, I think it's a good time to bring up this yeah. is actually the last show that was two hours all um, oh. in-your-houses were two hours, and this was the final two-hour show, and the next one, Ground Zero, in September would be the first three-hour in-your-house. There you go. Do. And I think that was an attempt <clears> to try and make... <clears throat> I think at the time WCW were coming back with all these pay-per-views, and I think Vince thought, wait a minute, we've been running these in-your-houses for nearly two years or what, yeah, over two years. Literally nothing really happens at them. Like, no, not, no title changes, so not many... No. Not many I mean there's a few classic matches like the Burley Alive springs to mind and but I think I don't know off the top of my head the only title change in the in the in your houses to, to that point in time was when trip um Shawn Michaels and Diesel won the tag team titles. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah
1: then the well, again, I mean,
0: Bulldog and Owen.
3: Yeah, and then they got stripped the very next night, so it made yeah. the whole thing mean and this sort of I mean, thing. the
1: tag team titles then, they weren't exactly covered in glory, were they? They weren't, uh, <laughs> no. they weren't seen as like a, a, a top draw title, were they? So
3: No. But yeah, so I'm pretty sure the W.E. and Intercontinental... Oh, no, sorry, the Intercontinental changed hands when he had the forfeited to Dean Douglas and then Ramon won it back the same night. I think that's the only other time mm. off the top of his head that it, uh, that it swapped. Yeah. But yeah, I think Vince was where his fans were kind of cottoning on that a lot of these shows were... A bit meanness, filler. like yeah, filler, and mm-hmm. a lot of matches. So this one kind of tripped back a little bit of filler, which not, maybe not true with about the next match, but <laughs> he tried to put on some proper matches. And obviously, the main event was a great main event to have at one of these shows. I think, yeah, you know, this big, big multi-man tag team match was a good, <laughs> a good idea for a main event.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking of that, we get a, a bit of video about um, the the Heart Foundation cut about Calgary. Uh, you got Anvil with his shirt off. Dear God, why? <laughs> mile long queues for a signing for breath I mean it's like it's a real kind of baby face video isn't it
2: it's, it's a real event to show that these are two Canadian guys coming
1: back to Canada and the fans yeah. are treating them accordingly yeah and then we kind of go into the hot locker room to start a promo but then St- Austin comes in interrupting it
0: yep, yep. He's, all he's angry he's, before we go is Doc Hendricks putting on a voice in that video though
3: Later on that day, some of the Hard Foundation's opposition, Gold Dust and Hawk and Animal from the Legion of Doom, attended the White Hatch ceremony. This ceremony gave the WWF the key to the city. The WWF superstars also competed in a tug-of-war contest. The superstars
0: prevailed, but the real winners were the fans.
2: I'm, I'm not sure,
0: sure. I think he always it, kind of it seems like, like Doc Hendricks is his, doing yeah. this he always
3: <laughs> talks like that in his WWE um, interviews it seems it's just weird it well the
1: whole Doc <laughs> Hendricks thing is weird anyway well, yeah. Well,
3: I had no idea at the time he was a big wrestler. Obviously, I was, I was new WWE, but I didn't know anything about... Yeah, I never
1: heard the of Freebirds. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And when he came up, I'd, I didn't know who he was. And when they said Doc Embrick, I just assumed he was just an announcer. And then as time went on, you know, I was like, Michael Hayes, wait a minute. There's a WCW figure of Michael Hayes when he's in the <laughs> Freebirds. Hang on. And then, yeah, it just seemed ridiculous for somebody who's that famous... To just be repackaged under a stupid name to become a commentator, I yeah. don't
1: understand. It almost, what it like the whole thing, thing is almost seems name. like a rip, doesn't it? The whole thing just seems like yeah. A, sure especially any- when he's like, what's that pay for you when he's when he's selling jackets and stuff and t-shirts.
3: Oh, he does it on a few, he, he does do it on a few, it's not, is it one of the Summer Slams he does? I think so, yeah, yeah, he he's like, it, it's
1: like, hocking a t-shirt, it's like, oh, yeah, it might Jesus be Summer Slam 97 it might have been. No, nah, it's earlier than that, I'm sure it's earlier than that. Earlier than that. Do I'm it sure everywhere. it's like back around either post-Lex Express or that kind of period. I'm yeah, going to find it's... a goddamn video clip, I will, I promise. Oh, yeah,
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think when he came in, I'm sure yeah. he came in in 95 sometime, because he did. When did he do a commentary? He was on the commentary for a full pay-per-view as well, on the In Your Houses, I think. Christ. Um, I think it was the first, it might have been the first In Your House when Lola had the fight. I don't my memory's not as good as it used to be, but yeah, it, he yeah. it was, uh, I remember being on uh, on commentary there. In fact, I'm yeah. sure it was Summerslam 95, It might have been. T- t- I'll t- investigate. Commentary there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he might have done off the top of my head. Yeah. The other uh, thing I've... I quite like about yeah, the... Yeah. Um
1: the heart-promoted locker room is that um, I'm pretty sure you can see Owen Slammys in the uh, back of the... yes, back in the, in they're the, on the
3: shelf.
1: Yeah, they're on the
0: yeah. shelf. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get thing. in there somehow. He's yep. probably like the only wrestler that made a decent hash of getting a Slammy. Or two,
1: even. <laughs> or just carrying him everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, just carrying him everywhere and using him as part of the gimmick. Everyone else probably just like one one and went, oh, that's great. Whereas <laughs> Owen like made an integral part of his entire <laughs> thing for a good six months.
2: Yeah. I'm a double <laughs> of Warfitter, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> What I liked about
3: that little um, backstage promo is like, it's it's the heel face thing again. It's like if that was in America, the whole R Foundation would have had Austin. It was in Canada, so the heroes—they're not going to do five. Yeah, see, like no, no, yeah,
1: yeah, we're not going to beat him out back. We're going to beat him (laughs) in the ring, sort of stuff, isn't it? So, yeah, Yeah, yeah. again, it's babyface. But then we'll come to that later on. Uh, So, next match, uh, follow up from the opener, is the Great Sasuke versus Takemishinoku. Mm -hmm.
2: A match that's very out of place in this uh, entire show because this is two men going about four thousand miles an hour, and the crowd don't care at start. Both in they their don't. um,
1: but both their paid view debut as well, wasn't it? For both of them, I think so. That's what um, the, Your man yeah, Vince says so nobody knows who they
3: are, which is which is kind of there's not. I, I don't. I remember watching this at the yeah. time, thinking who are these? Well, yeah, I don't even but, think they built them up on paper on on TV or anything at all.
1: But we know where Tack is from, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> we know what country he hails from. Coming out with Japan, yeah, Mexico. Right? Yeah, exactly, Mexico. Uh, but before they, they can start, who's this coming out? Oh, it's Nick and Triple H. Yeah. They're still good. Triple H is about bladed at some point. It's not even match. <laughs> Are he's busted open. Are they just kind of like in and out again. They've been brawling for about 10 minutes off
3: camera.
2: In, yeah. You know. Just wandering yep. around the arena with a brawl. I, I will say that the commentary team do try their best to get over to the crowd at home, the audience at home. Oh, yeah. These guys aren't why they should care.
1: Well, even... But, even Jerry Lawler, showing like a hitherto unknown level of knowledge of the Japanese wrestling knowledge, comes out with a reference in Antonio Inoki.
2: You'll see, Ross, a lot of these Japanese wrestlers will start events sort of tentatively. If you remember when Antonio Inoki fought Muhammad Ali, how he kicked, they used the, those, those striking kicks a lot like a boxer would use a jab. That's true, yeah. That, that kind of took me aback as well. I was like, oh. What?
3: One thing is they should really decide on the name because it comes up as the light heavyweight division, but Howard Finkel announces it as the junior heavyweight division. Oh, I <laughs> did didn't, notice, I that? didn't <laughs> notice that.
1: Is that reference to like you know how they would be, um, uh, you know what's the word like, announced in Japan?
3: Well, that's that we had the junior heavyweight division once upon a time, a long oh, Maybe like, they or, think I had a flashback and yeah, just forgot. So maybe did maybe, uh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> things, yeah.
2: Because the junior heavyweight championship belt at one point, yeah, which then became amazing. the lightweight belt, I think.
3: It does. It has a. It has a lineage that's still going on, like at this pay per view, and then it's defend it in Japan and then they literally just take it from Japan and then (laughs) start putting it on WWE guys. Yeah, because
2: that was during the weird time where WWF were working with New Japan quite closely um, (laughs) and that was, that's a weird period of time. If you ever get the chance, read the book Eggshells, it's a weird time when you've got like Ted DiBiase in the Tokyo Dome and the Japanese crowd just like, who's this guy? Uh, I can <laughs> so, imagine Ted
1: just being full gimmick in the Tokyo Dome. Oh be yeah, I
2: mean that, that was the thing as well. You had these hardened Japanese New Japan wrestlers, and then you've got like the equivalent of a thousand fireworks going off at once with all these WWF cartoon characters, and the crowd just didn't know what to do.
1: Yeah,
3: I'm just going to mention one match, and again, you can Google it. and I don't think I'm going to get the guy's name right, but um, there's a famous match with Earthquake. Versus a guy I think he's called Kieto He might be I I, I, haven't pronounced this It's not that good But during the match The guy The Japanese guy Becomes so frustrated He tries to shoot on Quake And then just grabs a mic And tells the audience It's all fake And then walks up Wow
2: I I know the match You'd (laughs) refer to
3: Because
2: he basically got the mic went something like of this This is all shit is this what you want this isn't wrestling and he stormed to the pack <laughs> yep. wow ne- never wrestled again for major promotion oh, let me see who that was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, was yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't imagine Earthquake he
3: wrestled at bless his seven all
0: right. so I can't imagine Earthquake there. bless his soul doing uh, a King's Road style <laughs> yeah that's the thing
3: <laughs> well no, the thing is Earthquake was a name in Japan people he didn't
0: do his time in was
1: Japan people, he, he was a sumo people... guy as well
3: yeah people people talked to him it wasn't like they didn't buy Earthquake It was this, for some reason this guy came up and just I don't know if he didn't want to lose to Earthquake or if he didn't want to work with him uh, or whatever it was
2: but yeah he uh, no. wasn't very happy but sorry you, it was old Japan not New Japan my apologies oh.
1: <laughs> yeah you was. I think you said about like the crowd basically just like quite silent for this at the beginning as they kind of like start working <laughs> uh, but then I think Sasuki kills Taki with the spin kick yes and that that wakes him <laughs> up
0: and Klakobichi you no know, go oh he ran
2: right in the back out of that he's not cold not
1: unconscious and that's all it takes the first because he watched a death in the ring yeah oh my god he just he just murdered that man Mm -hmm. and then yeah they start ramping up the pace I think after that point I mean yeah and it's like oh Attacking just like a series of brutal, nasty little drop kicks. there's Some work on the outside. Some nasty kicks from the corner. Dives to the outside. Um, there's like a flip out of a suplex into a hurricane runner at that point. So they kind that of like was cool. yeah, they kind of start kind of working the crowd up. At this mm. point, there still hasn't been a racist comment from the king.
3: <laughs> all no comment for Vince McMahon. That's silly, though. So I think I'll bring this up. Okay, he says the great Suzuki hasn't come all the way from Japan to lose so that means Takamashi Nogu must have come all the way from Japan as yeah. as dead, somebody's come yeah. all the
1: way over to lose
2: <laughs> Takas there for the catering let's be honest yeah.
1: oh, there's a there's a nice bit as well I think um, Sasuke does like a springboard moonsault to the outside and then some guy from the crowds trying to offer them a drink <laughs> he's just there with <laughs> his coat going there you go you, you need a drink guys what's all yeah. this about we suddenly in South Park Ooh. yeah it's, it's Canadian yeah. eh what's that about oh man, man. Um, Just anywho speaking of so, which uh, still no racist comments from the king I
2: know That's quite amazing actually <laughs> um, Taka hits an absolutely sweet running knee slash drop kick combo at one mm. point sorry Springboard drop kicks. my apologies
1: yeah it's like um, it's end, isn't it they just, they just start rushing yeah. wow, up the pace to it so, and the crowd really <laughs> come with them don't they the crowd builds up for it it's,
2: it's very weird it's very much the crowd are acting quite like a Japanese
1: crowd if you think about it because mm. you
2: know the, the crowd are interested they're obviously watching in Japan but they only start to get loud and only start to get really vocal as the match ramps up and up and up and this match did kind of start off quite hot but it, they somehow managed to take it a few steps above that to the level yeah. that the crowd were engaged that they were interested and they honestly wanted to see whose neck was going to get broken in the most spectacular
1: way <laughs> <libido> possible <laughs> You, you get, Taki gets drop kicked out of the air at one point. You get to see yep. the uh, Suzuki kicked out of the Mishinoku driver. Yeah. The but at the end, I
3: loved, the spot oh, I loved on is when the German did the German suplex spot. Oh yeah, and he flipped up on his feet. I thought that was. I remember watching that at the time, thinking, "Oh my god, that's brilliant!" Yeah, yeah. That such a clever spot. Today. Yeah, it's probably very popular, but yeah, it was good.
1: When at the end, him the Suzuki comes in for the win, it just it just seems to go a bit flat. I don't know what it is.
2: I think it's just because it comes out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, because you get, um, I think, is it the... What's his powerbomb called? Like the Fender Fire powerbomb or something? Yeah, like that. I
2: think that's uh, his finisher, but he doesn't finish with it.
1: No, he hits like a... tiger. Is it a Tiger Suplex? Tiger Drive. Tiger uh, dragon driver. Uh, no, Dragon yeah. Suplex.
3: Dragon Suplex. Dragon
1: Suplex, yeah. and no, no it's
3: Tiger. Tiger Suplex, I think. Is it? And the dragon Suplex is a full mountain one,
1: I think. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. Uh, and that's the pin, that's the win. Yep, that's it. And the crowd um, uh, just can kind of go, oh like it's not a bad noise it's like a disappointed noise out of the crowd I think they wanted more
3: yeah like you probably yeah you was take kind of in... building to well, they wanted more did
0: you say? oh here we oh. go
3: the very next night on Raw they got a rematch hey, hey. hey did they it? It, it was Pretty a good. bit sloppier yeah there was like Tucker <laughs> misses Tucker goes for the running and then runs onto the rope to dive to the outside and he kind of slips um, but they recover quite well. It's they not a total botch, but it's not quite as good. But they, it's Suzuki, not quite as uh, smooth or good. Yeah, yeah. it's only fa- they only get five minutes as well. But Suzuki Suzuki went over again, and the story goes that he started mouthing out about who he's going to job to and who he's not going to job to and all this. So the WWE just mm-hmm. said, "You know what? We'll just take the other guy. He'll do." Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so originally, the whole division was supposed to be the Great Suzuki, but um, yeah. ended up being
2: Tucker instead. The guy they went with. There you go. in mm. fact: um, Sasuke is still wrestling today. That's a surprise. Is there the, only, the only issue is he is wrestling in death matches. That seems to
1: be the way oh. to go, isn't it? It's like he just kind of like those those older Japanese guys. It seems kind of just lean towards that.
2: I think it's just because uh, the works there, and it makes them somewhat relevant again because people see them taking this, the amount of damage that. They do. I mean, I saw, I watched. I think it was a game changer wrestling uh, show recently, and Sasuke was doing, you know, acid moon to the outside through a table covered in fluorescent tubes. Don't do that,
1: kids. Don't do that.
2: <laughs>
3: also, also should be noted these two actually fought on the ECW pay per view a few uh, months before this. I think it was barely. I think it was barely. Legal. Barely
2: legal. Yeah, and they
3: had a big six man tag. Apparently, that is brilliant. So I've not seen it. Yeah, but that, but that whole show network. is awesome. I've uh, um, yeah. no, never really been an ECW fan but maybe you should watch a bit more now I've got the network but, but yeah apparently it was very very good oh, just as think- a quick
1: aside about that um, there seems to be like a lot of older ECW shows on there now all right like i was flicking through because the network's updated so i was just flicking through it looking look at that there's like some etw shows from like 93 or 94 oh awesome.
2: the, the eastern became Wrestling. yeah 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 one was called <laughs> like
1: the night the, the line was crossed
2: that is the infamous um it's got a triple threat shane with douglas, jerry it, funk shane douglas and sabu it's also the infamous prone where shane douglas throws down the nwa championship that yeah that's
1: on there yes, oh, yeah.
0: Across,
1: yeah, yeah. Because I don't think that was on it before. It kind of like started around '96 on the network, I think. But yeah, they seem to got like the older stuff on there now. So well, you get and some I mean, old uh, WWE,
3: WWE guys like Don Morocco and Jimmy Snooker and stuff yep. was uh, doing. I think
1: Snuka's on the on that one. I can't think he was wrestling. Uh, uh, I have to check. But speak, uh, speaking of old guys going nuts, mm. as a uh, Triple H and Mankind are still at it outside <laughs> now. Yes, out by the no. bus. uh Trips gets hit with a shovel. Yeah. Uh, what have we got there? I can't remember. Right, there's know. like a a, a
3: lot of re- taking a lot of referees to break this fight <laughs> up.
1: But see, at this point, the rest of are not even bothered. It's like, oh, yeah, guys, come it. on. <laughs> We've been Come following on. you around
3: for 20 minutes now. We're really tired. We just,
2: we just want to go home.
3: <laughs> There's another
0: brilliant um, Vince line in the Journalist, by the way, mm. and it's that uh, the home of the Calgary Flames has never seen action like this, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is a bit of an insult to the um, playing ability of the Calgary Flames. Yeah, it's yes. not the best. Do I'm
1: pretty think... sure they've seen things just as wild as this for the No Koki. hockey, Yes. What?
2: I just thought during us, do you think this was the template for the Hardcore Championship coming up later on? It feels like it. It feels like, well, they were trying to do a
3: bit more because they had the backlog brawler here before and the boiler room brawler before. I'm just thinking
2: yeah. the whole following around the arena or wherever they happen to be, the whole sort of almost gonzo
1: indie style of. Fools count anywhere kind of style yeah, match. Just yeah, just seeing,
2: oh, the, the action could be happening anywhere. You'll never know where they're going to be next. Yeah. They could be in the back in the concession stand. They could be in the penalty box. They could be. Yeah, across the street in one case.
1: Yeah, like in the Mississippi River. Yes, the Mississippi River. <laughs> is that the same Valentine's Day Massacre one? Yeah. I was going yes. to reference that one when it's like, uh, yeah, they go out there, like, is it Al Snow gets wrapped up in a fence and pinned? Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> yes.
3: thought that match was so good. It's so silly, but it's so good at the same time.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: but you can imagine, like, Vince what's now back and going, tell you what, we could have that, that could be a, like a, a type of match.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and boom. Called, we'll call it the 24 7 champion. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, we won't, no. So we go from a match going a thousand miles an hour to two giant men beating the
0: shit out of each other.
1: <laughs> yep. Two very big men. Yes. <laughs>
0: But before that, we wish Ahmed Johnson well in his recovery, a phrase which is often heard in the WF around about
1: 95 to 97. Did anybody listen to the um, Mark Henry on the Chris Jericho podcast? No, no, I did not. He talks about how much he hates Ahmed Johnson. Oh, God, really? Yeah, it's brilliant. Like, you uh, like had no time for Ahmed Johnson. Like, he um, apparently tried to uh, slip uh, Mark Henry some, um, uh, some like, paint shells or something into his drink when they were in a restaurant. Mm. Really? yeah it's all all, all just brilliant and um, he talks about how like Mark Henry not Mark Henry uh, Armand Johnson injured Farouk like he absolutely battered him during a match and Ron Simmons was like out for nine months and then, like, he says, like, he's in the car with, like, Teddy Longo and Mark Henry's talking to him. And Teddy Longo's like, oh, I hear um, Ron, Ron's coming back next week. He's going to murder Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> he, just, and he comes back and, like, demands a match with Ahmed Johnson, goes out and just, like, absolutely kills him. <laughs> just just <laughs> batters him in the ring as a receipt for the injury. And, yeah, lovely. And it just comes out, like, just basically just Ahmed Johnson just comes across like a massive dick. Just like a massive cock.
3: Well, there's a like, story. He stole One of. Do you remember the street fight at WrestleMania night? Uh, WrestleMania thirteen.
1: Yes. Yeah, with the Legion of
0: Doom. Yeah,
3: and, and Ahmed comes out with the spikes on. Oh yeah. Well, well Animal claims he never gave them, them back. He kept them. Never, oh, he never got yeah. the shoulder pads back. Yeah.
1: What an asshole! What, what an, an asshole! asshole. <laughs> so we're we glad Ahmed Johnson's not in the final.
3: <laughs> that was his last kind of big hurrah. That would have been like he finally got got to the, the program with the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. injured again and then he, he kind of fizzled out disappeared into nothing he joined the nation then it with the nation again and by 98 he was nothing his last appearance was he going, around yep. February he was gone
1: it's weird we'll have to do an Emma Johnson like preview because there was that period like he did seem to be like the next chosen one oh yeah um, I think it was definitely penciled for it International Incident 96 it's around that kind of time wasn't it before just after the year 12
0: he's <laughs> in the there's like a six man tag there's like Sean yeah um and so it's supposed to be Warrior. Uh it's supposed to be Warrior, but who did it get placed? That's it.
1: That was it. Yeah. I think it's that train uh, before he has his kidney problems. Mm that was SummerSlam
3: around SummerSlam 96 yeah yeah
1: because before that it seemed like he was they, they, he was getting like you know a massive push wasn't he I think so
3: yeah he's... yeah, yeah they're really, I mean Vince has <laughs> big mostly guys but, he... but he's
1: not here so we don't care exactly. so what we've got instead is we've got Paul Bearer talking about Undertaker killing his family
0: oh <laughs> how um, how brilliant is uh, Paul Bearer saying the word murderer I thought, I'll, I thought that word murr! Murr! <laughs> he's the murderer
3: <laughs> he just keeps randomly saying it like oh, murderer like murderer
1: an Undertaker I don't know how you can look in the mirror how you can look in the mirror knowing that you're a murderer that you killed your entire family oh. it's
3: little things little things that make a story in a match and I thought that was yeah. really
2: good yeah
3: because
1: think- they, they start mentioning Kane at this point haven't they, or they like, they're just starting to begin to mention just, Kane they're, they're planting the seeds
2: so if there's someone in Undertaker's past he does not want to see yeah
3: Yes, yeah, you yeah. haven't seen him for a while because he's been at dentistry school. So, he's
0: yeah. <laughs> <Yeah, that's very laughs> coming back
1: now. Coming back, coming um, back for your your teeth. Mm. So this is the Undertaker versus the man called Vader, which always bugs me when they call him the man called Vader. Doesn't make any doesn't flow very well. The man they call Vader. Oh, he's the man, is they, the call man. Vader.
2: they call Vader. It works.
1: Yeah, well, this world, right. they'll be called Mastodon
3: but uh, Jim Cornette went mental and said, you know Mastodon he's called Vader everyone knows him as Vader keep moving it. uh. Mastodon and caca <laughs> Vader actually regrets that because he thinks if he went with Vince's Mastodon gimmick he might have put more time and effort in him because it was a Vince McMahon idea rather That's than a CW idea yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah let's be honest Vader did okay after this so yeah. I he don't didn't do terrible, terrible.
1: still <laughs> a it's, what, uh, it's but, like DBS he always said about the Million Dollar Man gimmick like he always he went for it because he knew that was Vince's gimmick Mm-hmm. so like he knew if he, if he took it like he'd just be he'd, he'd get the right kind of push but anyway um yeah so uh taker comes out and we, we kind of got uh ministry taker almost because he's wearing the kind of like the evil black garb rather than the kind yeah. of well, he's
0: miles away from the ministry just yet he's only it, ju- he's only just the ministry
1: misses, but yeah. end of 98 but he he's wearing the outfit though isn't he that kind of the well, different kind of darker outfit, outfit
3: around 96 didn't he because he came down as a bat in the TV <laughs> series 96 we'll right, we, we call
1: him bat and then
3: yeah he's wore this kind of thing all through 97 except yeah. uh, Wrestlemania 30 when he, he went, went to his traditional clothes to win the title but yeah, he, yeah. he's wore this like um, yeah this I don't know what you'd call it
1: it's like a different yeah black bat suit thing but when he kind of takes off his gown and all that does anybody think the Undertaker always looks a bit weird with a belt on um. No, no, not really. I just think like, you just kind of just think like because is like one of those gimmicks that never really needs a needed the belt like his, just, he was so over like he didn't need I, that what is a
3: stable champion I think at this moment in time Bret and Sean arguing who's putting each other over mm. it's like you're on
2: the like sound a it seemed a safe choice it
1: does seem strange <laughs> seeing him wearing a belt I don't uh, uh. Is, is it an aesthetic thing Phil because you're maybe
2: Taker's all dark and then you've got this giant
1: shiny golden belt is it a mm, bit jarring is that yeah. what it is yeah you, maybe, maybe we, if we were in the rock group and just carried it maybe that would be better
3: yeah do you remember when he first won the title of the Undertaker
0: it's very Series, Survivor very yeah he literally would just drag it along the floor
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: kind of like a night I going like a nice thing to do yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and like you know when he's you know uh limbisco undertaker like the belt a belt fits in at that Limbiscu point and I kind of think
0: under- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> right back in <laughs> the lim- back in the limp days of the undertaker what it is but like this kind of undertaker the kind of dead man undertaker like a belt just doesn't like fit to me well i, I suppose
2: if he, if he treated the belt like he treated the arm like it was this giant symbolic thing i, I suppose it would fit with his gimmick more i yeah. think where you're coming from is the fact that it doesn't fit with this whole dead cold calculated man to have this giant shiny giant shiny
1: gold belt thing. his chest thing. yeah I,
2: and i think as well as Cameron said, they wanted the stable champion at time and take who was probably the most stable person you could have put it on because he didn't have any problems with anyone. He wasn't going to jump ship unlike the other two individuals and well, like one of the other individuals that we were going to speak about. But I, I can I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, yeah. But you know, I, think you know. I think it's
1: just an aesthetic thing where he kind of takes his, takes his gown off and stuff. It's like, what? Mm. Well, <laughs>
2: no. what, what, what about if Paul Bearer carried it instead?
1: Would That, that, that would awesome. be better. Yeah, Paul Bearer. Yeah. melted it into the I have like, like a little belt for the urn <laughs> that's what I want oh dear. A, little, a little urn belt um, but yeah but then it's just it's it's, it's, it's it's what we put down how I'd throw this match a big beefy hoss match yeah,
0: it is a big it, beefy it, hoss it's match
3: it's a I, match and I must admit I really enjoyed this match it was I, good that's I not bad. thing to I admit really it's good
1: because it, it's a big beefy hoss match but both of them are really good big beefy boss men and Vader and both, can are, go. Uh, and both of them are really agile so when, they, when mm-hmm. they do need to do stuff they can do it but you but know what again,
3: I mean? wrestling psychology at it's best at uh, the promo at the start what did they say they showed him um, and beating Undertaker at the Rumble so it yeah, makes he does, perfect yeah. sense why Vader's the number one contender why there Vader's in the match and why Vader's got the chance to beat them because mm. he's beaten before and you know what they haven't ran with this match seven times uh, the week before on or anything like that
0: mm.
1: Does,
2: does anyone remember the first time the saw Vader hit the So, and what their, their reaction
1: was? Um, I think it, my reaction would have been this kind of, that that can't be right. <laughs> that can't be real. That man that, did not just do that. That seems wrong. <laughs> Gravity doesn't work that way. Yeah, because you've been kind of trained like the, the, the traditional big man in mm. fishing WWE is... You doesn't know, leave their feet. Doesn't leave their feet, be slow. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do any because they talk about like how you know um, Andre could do drop kicks and scissors and stuff, and but when he kind of got to that stage, you like, no, you're a big man, you, you don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think Hogan on Austin's podcast talked about that as well, like how he wanted to wrestle, but like, no, you're a big man, you don't wrestle. So seeing a big man doing that feels jarring for the way that we were trained to watch wrestling by that company. Does mm-hmm. that, make <laughs> no, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I think. Do you think this?
2: whole card in general was a a sort of reaction to WCW's very, very quick ascension to where they would have been at this time in history?
3: Yeah, because obviously they're trying to combat the Cruiserweights with Mm-hmm. Of the the own some of the they're trying to get a bit more gritty and hardcore stuff for the Mankind match yep. and then obviously they've got the faction thing the NWO type faction thing going on in the main event as well
2: mm-hmm. and I think this match as well with the sort of agile big men they were trying to di- almost differentiate themselves from the top end of the WCW card which is really the retirement home
1: yeah <laughs> Don't I we, I if- we, we said that before we? Like the main, the, 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 the main <laughs> event level matches in the WCW were terrible but the end card was great Mm-hmm. And it's kind of yeah, dominated by like, um, yeah, Diesel would have been over there, so he he wasn't known exactly known for his, you know, being able to go. Hogan was <laughs> teamed <tipped Logan>. together by <laughs> surgery to this point. Lex Ligur's drugs, dropping onto mankind in them. He'll do like a body slam and then just walk around completely blown out for about 10 minutes. <laughs> Selling the whole time. Selling the whole time. So, yeah, the, the, a lot of their card where well, the top would have been like good psychology workers mm. but not able to get, kick it in into that wrestling gear that they needed to Whereas, like you look at these two guys like yeah. they got the psychology but then you know they, they can like you know Undertaker's flying around um, Vader can do like the high flying stuff when he needs to it's just it's a different yeah. kind of place isn't it a different gear they can go to
2: yeah I mean th- like you said this match is is a horse yeah. match and the crowd are very much into it
1: Oh yeah, when uh, Tiki's on his comeback like I, I think at one point the hard cam starts shaking <laughs> Yeah, because they're just like when he's kind of up, he's kinda, sure. he's kinda coming up he's kind of coming up and we get a load of nut shots all over the place Well yeah There's
0: one where yeah, there's a got the Vader bomb attempt but Taker low blows right in front of the referee oh, oh. and they do the whole usual thing of oh the refs are being lenient tonight <laughs> It's
1: like, <laughs> so yeah the leave,
2: Then there's the ref just going ah fuck it, I can't deal with this <laughs>
1: Yeah, what am I going to do with these two guys? Seriously, it's
2: the, it's the classic New Japan ref. Where the guys are like halfway up Cork and Hall, and he's just in the ring going, "Come on, lads, come back! I'll start counting."
1: I will. I mean, the the rest, like like that. Vader guy could literally squish me with his bare hands, and the other guy's like yeah. a literal demon from hell. What am I going to do? It's it's not a good situation. Uh, we get a choke slam from the second rope uh, to Vader. Uh, kicks out another choke That's slam. Kick count. out.
3: And then we had that kind of watched reversal of the Tombstone.
1: Yeah, they kind of just flop.
3: But, in, but, yeah. it, but then they kind of make it work because Vader goes for the cover, so it kind of makes it look like it is something it, rather yeah, than. Yeah, it is less kind less, of well yeah. saved. Yeah. 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 Um, to be honest. I, I do. I think I think. I think both men did brilliant. I think what's good about this match is, like, Taker comes in really strong and starts beating up Big Vader, which makes him look good. But then Vader makes a comeback. So it's like the thing of because Taker wins, it actually looks like it means something. It looks like he's beaten a real. Opponent, you know, that like he's beaten yeah, yeah. somebody worth beating, sort of thing.
1: Well, it's the thing like, if you like, even if you're not going over, as long as you make the other guy look good, you are look good as well, isn't it? Like, they both make yeah. each other shine.
3: That, that's what I liked yeah. about the match so much. I've always been a big Vader fan, and I always think it's a shame he won't go in the Hall of Fame whilst he's alive or when he was alive. Um, so and I'm, I'm sure he'll go in eventually, he should really go in
0: eventually, but mm.
3: um, yeah, yeah, I
0: Vader. Think, yeah, oh, uh, well, you. You don't think he should be going in the Hall of Fame? No, I think he should go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm just wondering Is he, is he not already? Oh, no, no, he's having for the
3: he's not. I'm telling you, he's not. Oh, here he we go. Like, he's, he's he said said like, who was, Who
0: did he induct then? Uh, Stan Hansen. That's, um, right, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Vader of. went
2: into the 2019 Hall of Fame. In your face, Alan. No, he didn't. Are you sure. He did? Well, let me see. <laughs> Um, da, 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 da. I like this I controversy remember, going on here. I do, do here. not uh-huh. This is
1: Observer Hall of Fame in 1996. Jesus.
2: Let's see. I
3: don't remember him going winning the Hall of Fame but at all. I don't remember watching his speech. That sounds like something I would have wanted to watch he did, the,
0: he, he did the whole ha- Stan Hansen speech when because he put on like the the glasses with the eye on the end of a spring or something like that, didn't he? <laughs> nope.
2: I I I stand corrected, sorry. Oh. Vader inducted Stan Hansen in two
1: thousand sixteen. Yeah, that's what we were talking about, yeah. Uh
2: no, he's not in, which I find weird.
1: That's he, really weird, yeah. He yeah. did win like, he did win the Slammy Award for Crime of the Century in nineteen ninety six. Well, that that'll do him then. I don't for think that an, for an assault on WWF president Griddle Monsoon. Oh, that
3: was a brilliant angle as well.
1: <laughs> of course, Alan knows about it. Of course, he does.
3: Yeah, night after the Rumble, that was <laughs> there he had uh, shoulder shoulder, that, shoulder surgery, so they had to write him out, so they had him attack Monsoon and get suspended.
1: Yeah, uh, um, it's a shame. Like he like the whole. I'm guessing it was it like the feud with Michaels where he, he kind of his legs chopped out underneath him.
3: Yeah, it's Michaels did it because you know he's he didn't just, want to work, yeah, the, work the style he, says, yeah. like,
1: just, he just doesn't want anyone getting above him really so yeah but he would have been a good guy to have you know when you kind of get into the attitude he would have been a good guy to have like knocking about in the kind of upper mid cards I oh, wouldn't need kind of that kind of period we might have bypassed the whole Viscera thing who knows oh, Jesus, I don't um, um, just
3: on one note I went and got my old wrestling owl mark I do like some oh, old god. wrestling books um, just to see what WCW was doing in, in, oh. in that because he said about that so it was um, Bash of the Beach a week later on the 13th and the main event was the team of the Giant and Lex Luger <laughs> oh, oh god, god taking on Hogan and his partner Dennis Rodman
2: yeah
1: oh my god big D oh Jesus Christ what a what a that'll put bums on seats it did <laughs> that's the trouble that's the right? thing anyway I think I think we must be at least over halfway through so Al do you want to have your bake well I've already it, Sorry. Oh, i <laughs> oh, uh, time in all sorts for him. Anyway, so that uh, that match gets done, Vader gets pinned. Paul Bearer legs it. Yep. Um, we get some more footage of the hearts cutting yeah. about the places, being all happy and shit. Yep. Um, and now we're into the main events. Yes, our main event of the Canadian Stampede, yeah.
2: 1997. Can we, can
0: we back up slightly? Up. Just a small no. point. Small point. I brought here that Todd Pettengill does not do gritty voiceover very well. (laughs) (laughs) No, he does not. But all of these altercations and clashes in the WWF seemingly pale in comparison to the feud between Stone Cold Steve Austin and the Hart Foundation.
1: Um, So this main event is the Hart Foundation, which consists of Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, Jimmy Abel Neidhart and the British Bulldog.
0: Tragic point to notice that Bret Hart's the only one of those guys left alive. Yeah.
3: Uh, second point. Team Canada is already represented by two Canadians.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, point. uh oh yeah, so they <laughs> are <laughs> and versus the team of Ken Shamrock, Goldust, Legion of Doom, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> what a team on the other side. <laughs> what a what a what a what a mix of fellows that is. <laughs> because like I think when they do their promo written down, that's a mix of looks in this promo. Because yeah. you got you got Goldust being Goldust yep. you got Ken Shamrock rocking a kind of like blood red bo- like a kind of boxing dressing gown yep. mm-hmm. Legion of Doom a- Legion <laughs> of Doom <laughs> and Stone Cold's just there you know in his, in his normal kind of black stuff but weirdly yeah. Goldust is his promo as a cowboy Well, you remember I put this thing together I was the peacemaker and they want to play Clint Eastwood well you're looking at the best five that can do it tonight and we're going to
2: Oh, I suppose you know he's an actor. Yeah, he does. He's, yeah, he's an actor. He's yeah, in Hollywood kid, he's Everyone else yeah. is doing the cowboy thing. Why can't the androgynous strange man do it?
1: Because he, yeah. he, he does it as like the natural dust, Dustin Rose rather than Gold Dust. If really, I was like, wait a second, have you remembered where you are? <laughs> Probably not. See <laughs> you what you're wearing. And then obviously the whole time I'm just I'm just looking at the screen going, say, tell him Hawk. Say, tell him Hawk. Say, tell him Hawk. <laughs> and I'm what happens?
0: Tell him Hawk.
1: Well, <laughs> tell him, Hawk. Oh, I love it. I can't. I can't get is this. Enough
0: one on that that, part of the promo is this one the Hawk just literally just only adds one thing to this. It just like just goes rush and that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Off the walk,
1: <laughs> and then Stone Cold just kind of goes off in a big cut, big grub
0: Yeah, pretty much. I did text Al with this question, and I'll ask you guys as well. Is Hawk off his tits through this whole match? Yes clearly must be because there's a hell of, I know that it's like the chances of this were quite high at this time yeah but <laughs> it's high almost guaranteed <laughs> yes he's he, there's a lot of eye rolling going on <laughs> with him and it just yep. seems like he's just like la 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 he's concentrating very very hard on anything on actually not killing someone yeah or like,
1: like, he's all like kind of looking around he's like oh shit I'm in a wrestling match
2: <laughs> How did I get here?
1: <laughs> Can I see? Alan just every then, Alan kind of walks out and it's like Hawk, we're wrestling. Uh-huh. Hawk, you, your you <laughs> <laughs> uh Hawk, it's your tag. Hawk, you just killed that person. I,
2: I, I, do love the fact that the Heart Foundation got separate entrances and the crowd just goes crazier and crazier and crazier. <laughs> oh yeah, comes the out so like awesome. the climax Both at once.
3: The most important entrance of that Canadian what do they call him I can't even remember what they call him now you know the, he's not the Prime Minister do they call him a Premier or something you know, well, the, the Premier of the then, region or something yeah and yeah. then Stu and Helen get a little
0: introduction as well
1: oh yeah because like all the hearts are at ringside we've got uh, some, somebody comes out and does the Canadian National Anthem Yeah, that and will that, be they'll, they'll, um,
0: they'll, Farmer's Daughter <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright yeah no, 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 what no, made no. me really sad was that like, like, you got all those hearts at ringside there's no Boba Heaney on commentary no Because I think, I think King kind of knows that if he says if he gets over her doing anything he's going to get yeah, dragged down, yeah, up he's, and very down he? he's very torn down <laughs> He's not his usual kingly self but like Bobby Heenan would have absolutely roasted all of them yeah. and it would have been brilliant
3: Well I think this match misses and don't ask me who it could be because I don't really think there's anybody but it's a shame there wasn't like a Canadian to join the commentary team to be proper pro-Canadian during the you know during the broadcast yeah. was that, um, did you need
2: that with all the pro-Canadian in the ring though would that yeah, be too yeah. much
3: but no I, I think it's a bit like you know like Junior Lions for instance Heyman was on the Lions side and I think that was a good balance to have and, you know one person on each side sort of thing but, but yeah so I just I don't know who I've been thinking who would make you know the only guy who would is like own oh no, Ark but he's obviously in the ring so it doesn't yeah. really make any yeah. sense for you to drop like,
2: off, you know. call, he drops off the, the, yeah. the, the ring goes, I need to go to comment five minutes you deal with it
1: yeah but it's like, um, so Goldus uh, comes out first for the what is essentially the heel team mm. uh, he's by himself yeah. but they, again this is where they're kind of stripping the gimmick they talk about Marlena being at home with the baby descri- describing her as a super corner person it's, that's a new word. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Marlene, the super cooler person. So, yeah, again, again I, I think this is where gold dust isn't really the kind of ninety-five, Mighty ninety-six Mighty gold dust anymore
2: no but is kind of weird when you consider this is them trying to lean into actually And Gold Dust seems to be the perfect character you'd want to just lean into altogether to get
1: especially in this ed- kind of environment
2: yeah to get the edgy sort of well then he
3: goes a bit nuts in a couple of months time and does that art that's formerly known as Gold well yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's
1: true this was just the cowboy promo and then they um, <laughs> for some reason they, they, they pick out three female King Shamrock fans for no reason at all yeah <laughs> I can't I imagine really
0: why I like them um, yeah. I think yeah I think there is a, 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 a there is a reason um,
1: I can't wait, is there really I can't what is it is it because they're yeah. wearing crop tops and skippy clothes
0: I think it's where because they're not dressed in much yeah, yeah I think, I think uh, it yeah. should
3: be noted Shamrock's probably the only member of the team who kind of still is a little baby face like he does get a Quite a few cheers compared to the rest of the team. A little um, bit, yeah. I think I think he's the most baby face of that team.
1: Yeah. at um, uh, this, this point as well that Jr. Thanks the UK fans for staying up late. think? <laughs> was this on Channel Four? No. Oh, no, it was on Sky Seven. Was still on Sky, was it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. It was on Sky. Yeah.
0: He always did it. JR always did it during pay-per-views there's always like a moment before the main event where JR would say we'd like to thank yeah, our fans I don't know in the why, UK for staying up it's so late with us
1: to made, made me think was this one on Channel 4? I, I, I don't know why no, I, I went to that because uh, it's that channel kind of time well, isn't it? Channel
0: 4 was 2000 to 2002
1: <laughs> was it that late was it? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. it was well, a Rumble good Rumble old day. Rumble the, the Rumble 2000 happened. was the first yeah. pay-per-view I watched all the way through coming back to it because it was well, on 4 that Channel was the
3: 4. first one on Channel 4 yeah,
2: yeah.
0: That's, that was what I sure that was you had blood
2: you had violence you had Me Young's tits for no good reason right. that was
0: the reason why Channel 4 didn't extend it by another year because yep. um, all the well, violence is stuff. that's how we ended no, up no, with. it one one was Me, it was me young,
3: it was May Young's breasts yeah all pay-per-views were an hour ahead an hour behind
0: I should say yeah yeah
2: that's when it started to so
3: sure, Channel,
0: Channel 4 had a two year contract between the pay-per-views and Sunday Night Heat in the UK on Terrestrial Yeah, and they w- had the option to extend that to three years it's a- but as soon as the Rumble 2000 hmm. came on and the whole May Young hmm. thing happened that was the cause of them basically saying no we're not going to no yeah. The last
1: that's, it, that's interesting the you think um, of like um, AEW now being on like ITV and stuff yeah are oh, the TV yeah, going so- to be there because because WWE basically retreat Sky and just didn't go anywhere else. they just stuck with the Sky deal ever since.
2: And now they're going to BT Sport, oh, BT Sport. BT Sport as they're doing BT Sport now, <laughs> it. yeah. That's an interesting backwards move from my my eyes because not as many people have BT Sport as have Sky. So they are, they are, they are. It's they're a tricky of... one
1: because I think they, they do can kind to of chuck it in with like a lot of people's broadband. Like I think I had it, but I never watched it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you. you, you it's one you of these ones get... you're probably going to have it but you don't realise but I just find it a very weird I mean BC Sport are going to advertise to the hell of course oh, they're yeah, going to do, yeah. spend a lot of money getting this um, yeah. I, you know I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens to their viewing figures because they weren't exactly great anyway and moving it to a different network with which is, I think is a lot more sort of I mean albeit 30 um, years 30 years I don't know it's Sky. a yeah. long time but it's a long last time Sky did not want pulling up the money and I don't blame them right now because well, what I are you buying all the, well the
3: pay-per-views are no good for money on Sky Sky would have loved to get money off the pay-per-views but now they're the pretty much two pay for pay-per-views now where you can pay the network for nine ninety nine. you know yeah. rather than buy a
2: mm. for 20 quid or whatever it is these days so uh, you know 14.95 20 pounds for that. 20 oh. pounds for the yeah, resume-
1: version oh the WrestleMania, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, um yeah and then last out stone cold i, I love it when stone cold comes out because like he gets a massive boot and how much does stone cold like it oh he eats it up he thinks you can see his face he's like this is yeah. brilliant this is gonna be amazing <laughs> gonna <piss> you, <laughs> you can see the look in his face it's a big shit ingredient like oh yes let's, yeah. let's get this done it's and then yeah awesome all the, the, all the uh, hearts come out and then we get the crappy version of the Hitman's theme song yep I can hate that but when Jim Johnson got yeah. his hand on that theme song you ruined it
3: I thought Anvil would have, Anvil used to come out with Brett old theme song but instead he came out with this other generic piece of music
2: <laughs> yeah Rubs
3: yeah Rubs um, Pilman's Pilman's music's pretty good Mm. The, you know the, the, I like that uh, psychotic type of music yeah. and their uh, own own heart um, still using these that music was actually written for high energy and I, it see, just kept I was it going to
1: yeah. say high energy music isn't it I love it
0: what the do do do, yeah, do, do, yeah. do 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 ding 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 ding
1: ding 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 it's, it's, it's <laughs> one of those examples of
3: when a tag team splits up and somebody still takes the music similar to i guess roman reigns and mariannetti yeah. you uh, know they take the they take them <sighs> the, they, the, they take the music i would, I would have loved it if um,
1: owen came out wearing the checkers you know the big pants and the checks no. oh, and the check no. That is amazing. Um, also, at this point, they mentioned that this camera is filming uh, Bret Hart at ringside. I'm guessing that's resting with shadows. Oh, it wrestling is with shadows, it is, yes, yeah. There's a, there's they a were...
3: little, little scene when they're, they're doing the booking um, with Pat Patterson, and he, Bret's telling the camera how good Pat Patterson is doing the match, and they're, they're sitting there trying to work out things how to make the match interesting.
1: Yeah, but it's interesting. Also, at this point, they're they're willing to mention it on camera. Uh, yeah. well, I guess uh, a bit <laughs> little well later little did they know where it should go <laughs> little did they know yeah mm. and then we're off we're, we've got Austin and Brett in the ring rematch of Wrestlemania 13
3: it's yep. great to have the two strongest guys start I think it, it says something about the match you know that they didn't save it you've yeah. seen other matches that, you know they keep it and Wait for the fan reaction went yeah. about ten minutes in the two were finally in the ring. Or well, the tease it, you know, one gets tagged in, the other one tags out, you know. It you would know, be silly not to it, It'd
2: have been silly not to take advantage of the fact the crowd were white yeah. at this point to give them like two other guys that didn't want to see. They wanted to see yeah. these two guys yeah. rip each other's throats out, so they just went, you know what? Here yeah. it is. Yeah.
3: And then, and then they did they, they did the Survivor Series ninety six finish so, uh, very early on with the mm. Million Dollar Dream. Can... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, they
1: don't call yeah, it do yeah. they? A Cobra clutch. Yeah. Cobra clutch to go for don't call million really um, dollar. Yes. Is that because Ted moved w... across to WCW? Oh, I was going to say yes. Ted will be in yeah. WCW by now.
0: Yeah. And then they did
1: so, yeah. the bit
3: where he uh, goes up the turnbuckle and flips off the door for the pin, which was reminiscent of the Roddy Piper WrestleMania, yeah, WrestleMania, WrestleMania finish, finish as well. Aww. Yeah, but then they, they did the exact same finish in the Survivor Series 96 match with Bret and them. And yeah, he went for the same thing again, but this time Austin Austin's wise he kicked out.
1: Yeah. He just is he, a good bit he does like a low blow and like he just like smiles like, oh yeah, I just low post Bret Heart. I'm the best. <laughs> and then what kind of like I think sums up this entire match is that at one point I think um Pillman comes in. I can't think he I think his name was Shamrock. And he basically he spits in Shamrock's face, mm. he gets him on the floor and slaps him around the face. He does basically all his actions are that of a heel. Mm-hmm. and it, everything gets a massive pop it's because it's the, it's the Canadians that
2: have been so embattered actually fighting back against the big brash Americans yeah. in Canada so of course they're going to react that way yeah
3: it's uh, hysterical it, it, though if and it's Brian literally Pittman every is American we'll just we'll just put yeah, that. He's
1: <laughs> but literally every, everything he does is, is like what a heel would do the spit the way he kind yeah. of slaps on the floor and you can see Tillman going I'm getting a pop. Yeah, yeah, he's totally getting away with everything. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm doing all these kind of real nasty, vicious heel things and the crowd are loving it. It's like, what's going on?
3: <laughs> One of my favourite bits is when Nightheart got tagged in. It was him versus Shamrock. Oh, uh, yeah. And he tries to do these like, M&A things, you know, there's bits where he's ducking kicks and stuff. And then yeah. uh, I thought it looks so unusual for the Anvil to try and go to the top of Shamrock, but it was, it was pretty good. He didn't come out best
1: in the end, but it was still a good no. little spot. but this, I think this like um, is it later on. He kind of comes in with Shamrock as well. They kind of do a, it, um, a test of strength. Yeah, yeah. A few
2: it, Animal right? and Shamrock do
1: that. Yeah, but I think um, like Anvil and Shamrock, that would be like a like a good if they could get like a they could do like a twenty minute match. I bet that would be really good. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, always? I always liked Anvil. Yeah,
3: this is one of his best best performances um, at this period of time fam. well yeah you seem yeah. to enjoy it as well I think a lot of the guys um, enjoy because I guess it's easy the crowd is so into it whatever you do is going to get cheered you know just yeah. keep it simple keep it good Yeah, uh, and it's it's going to get it's going to get really good but I did, I did enjoy that little thing and then Davy Boy gets a little bit to shine, but you know what spoils Davy Boy's bit? I, I, I hate that this is the one thing that really spoiled the match for me a bit. Was Go on. He gets he gets Hawk up in the power slam, slams him down, mm-hmm. cover. I think Animal breaks it up, and then Hawk pops up. Tags out like nothing's happened to him. Well it's caught. It, <cool. laughs> I
1: know, I know. Uh,
0: Do you think he even know. knew he was power slammed? <laughs> Probably didn't.
1: Probably do you out. think do you think the breakup was like an intentional spot or did animal go shit? He's not moving. <laughs>
2: I, <laughs> I think <laughs> I, you know what? He's it could asleep. have been an animal just like calling an audible just going, I'm gonna save this. <laughs> I,
1: I think I better step in here because he's not gonna move.
2: <laughs> well, just to me
3: it just it just spoiled it a bit and I don't know. I just well, think um, uh, when you hit with somebody's <coughs> finishing move in that match, that was that, you know, but uh, that was the only hard, bit for me.
1: It's hard because, like, say, you know, where Hawk is at this point of his life, like, like <coughs> you know, he well, doesn't don't put where him he's in a big
3: Don't put him in a big match in if you don't think he's going to be able well, to perform. He's yeah, yeah, really
1: one half the Legion of Doom. Yeah. yeah if you're not, yeah. not going to put the Legion of Doom into this into the no, five, no, right? who no, else do you put in?
3: It's too early to put draws in, isn't it? Oh, a little bit early, yeah.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We get uh, at one point. I think Goldust comes in. And they they kind of hung him up in the tree. We were in the corner and all just start beating him up again. A heel move, which gets a massive pop. Yeah, it's, it's like I it's think Goldust. because they're
0: just beating up Americans, basically. essentially Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just
3: strange. And, and, and then there's the are we at the bit now where um, Austin goes after Owen with the chair.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it wins
3: out for a while. He takes yeah. the doomsday device first, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, he does. That's, that's another cool spot as well. Yeah. It looks uh, nasty.
2: Oh god! It's a uh, something. I don't think I've ever seen a doomsday device spot that seems
1: safe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Because it is like you, you take you go backwards off a big man's shoulders you're, onto you're the floor, like well, Henry,
2: Henry Godwin um, off someone's shoulders.
3: Yeah. yeah, Henry Godwin landed landed neck first. He probably oh done his neck in um, around this time. Actually, was it '97? It happened, yeah, because yeah. you, you
1: you've got to be able to kind of like rotate yourself enough to kind of take the bump. Like, like Al said, not on your head. Yeah. Which, like, for, if a big guy's doing it, they're all, like, on the backboard straight away, aren't they? Because then they
3: started to do a bit of a toned-down version, you know, like, animal would fall back with them, which doesn't look nearly as good Um, in, in a few later ones. But this is, yeah. you know, that's the proper doomsday device.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so at this point, Austin kind of drags her into the post, chair shots him, <laughs> and then uh, Bret Hart gets, like, knocked into the crowds... Austin gets stuck into the corner for like a massive pop. And then we see Brian Pillman's ass. <laughs> a lot of that, yeah. Oh, that was the high disaster. spot of the match
0: for me. But yeah. And um, Owen
3: goes to get his medical attention in the back, leaving it five on four.
1: Yeah. And then we get, um, I think Austin does a stunner at this point. I can't remember who it's on there. Pillman, Pillman, I think it is. Oh, yeah. But then Brett gets um, Austin round the post. And is it like a figure four on the post? Yep. Uh, oh yeah uh, sorry fire extinguisher then a figure four yeah the fire extinguisher then a figure four on the then And then number one is over and breaks it up because oh, I probably should it's Austin's yeah. um, Austin's turn to
3: go to the back of medical attention leave a four on four
0: yeah should, should this have been elimination rules I yes it should have been I think it should have been, it should have been. yeah hmm. it would have worked a lot better to be an elimination this one
2: <laughs> You know, is that, that not, is, that, is that not eroding your severity series pay-per-view though
1: well at this point this uh, no, is just, it's just, it's just like anyway, isn't it? who
2: would, who like, would have an elimination before...
3: match two months before a Survivor series? That's just stupid. <laughs>
2: that's a terrible booking. But here's the thing, if if, the, if the, that's the case, why book this match? If no. if if, if, you, you, if you if you if you ten ma- <laughs> if you can't book a ten man tag and you can't do an elimination match, why book that match in the first place? <laughs>
1: I get the whole thing like the opening promo is all about you know uh, well the whole the five men they, they need the divisions to get all
2: fighting don't they yeah
3: they need them fighting on the same they're talking about
1: gang fights and stables and all that but the problem is your biggest feud is between Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Stone Cold's a loner character mm-hmm. like I'm going it,
3: to sorry, it's not I'm it's admit, not like yeah. a
1: feud between two stables it's just like yeah. a feud between that stable and the load of guys I'm going to make a little point here
3: I'm sure Shawn sure Michaels should have been in this match because to me he makes well he makes perfect he's not doing anything I think it's because him and the, the, the few the thing between him and Brad are oh, is so strong at the moment that, that mm. they wouldn't use him but in theory is he not perfectly placed in the match <laughs> should he not have been
1: maybe swap you know, out gold dust or um, yeah say you swap yeah. out gold dust
3: mm. uh, to me Michael's possibly in the think tank was in the match originally and then they decided to take him out because yeah. you look at it It's really Austin and Owen who's the pairing at this point in time. The feud's moved on. Yeah. It's not Austin and Brett. Brett hasn't really got anyone in the match. Um, And it's kind of of, surfing off the the,
1: the, the wake of WrestleMania 13, really, aren't they? That feud...
3: Yeah. And, and I think you know originally it wouldn't surprise me Michael would have bombed the crowd up he would have been the perfect choice he would have got booed so much but I think mm. it's because of all the stuff that's been going on behind yeah. the scenes I think that's why he was probably no. Yeah. Michael's isn't getting near Canada at this view. few
1: I think you'll see how like when they come back for the Survivor series later in the year you, you'll you kind of see how the crowd would have reacted to Sean Michael's they absolutely hate him <laughs> and, are, and are massively homophobic yeah, yeah, that's not that's, so much this one, but the um, that survival series. Oh, oh my goodness,
2: oofed,
1: oofed. But yeah, so we've got four on four. Uh, we've got a bit of hossing with animal and anvil. Of course, I haven't been a tag team, animal and anvil. Uh, Shamrock does um, just basically then holds Bret Hart's leg for no reason. Like he's got his leg up like he's going to put on like a, some kind of submission People and just kind of stands there until someone comes in and breaks it up.
3: He's, he's, he, Bret Hart had cramp and he was just like you know, stretching yeah, his it's like out. I don't know it's it. like when footballers do it,
1: yeah. And then we get like the dodgiest looking superplex from Bulldog. Yeah, he <laughs> struggles a bit, doesn't he? He struggles he a bit. Goes go up, up, on, he goes up, loses his foot in twice and then who's he superplexing? Is it... Um, Goldust, I think. Is it Goldust? Yeah. Dust? I think Gold just loses his footing which makes Bulldog lose his footing and the whole thing is like oh boy someone's going to get hurt yeah? oh yeah 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 I was going to say they're not going to get this done proper but... <laughs> this isn't looking good but they lost his back yep and then he's going nuts with Bret Hart we've got a sharpshooter on Austin does a sharpshooter Yeah. Owen's back and he just carnage and then, and then
3: this is this is a spot that, you know, this, this is a bit, another bit I don't like about the match, but um, we go to the outside, and there's a bit of a thing with the family. Now, the whole spot is supposed to be Austin gets a drink through at him, right? Yeah. Which is fine, that happens. But the whole spot, in, in the talk about in Wrestling the Shadows, Austin turns around, and he's supposed to think stew through the drink, right? Yeah. But Bruce, Bruce wanting all the attention and all the limelight, because it's got to be about him, Literally stands, stays, stood up at the guardrail so when Austin turns around it's so obvious that Bruce is through the drink there's not any question but Austin, <laughs> Austin knows he's got to go after Stu because that's a storyline even though it looks stupid so he just goes after Stu for seemingly no reason whatsoever Yeah. and then of course Bruce gets involved because he has to because apparently Brett writes in his book Bruce was desperate to get in on this Heart Foundation absolutely desperate he begged. he'd been begging Brett for years to get him a job because Bruce thought he should have been the one at WrestleMania
1: 10 not I old. was going to say wasn't yeah. that always the, the um yeah, like. Yeah. It, but right. um, they wanted it to be Bruce and oh, uh, yeah. Brett was like no nah, it's got to be Owen and then apparently
3: Brett agreed because they got in this light heavyweight division he, um, he thought it would be good to have Bruce in there with, a, with the championship and um, Vince uh, agreed he said okay yeah we'll we'll sort of bring Bruce in and he can be like this light heavyweight guy well during that bit he gets thrown over the guardrail and then for reasons unknown Bruce just decides to punch Austin as hard as he can in the kidney during that spot Oh. and that was and that was Bruce Dunn after that yeah I think it was either June that bit or at the end when Austin's handcuffed. but one of them spots Bruce hits him probably for real yeah it just seems like Bruce is like
1: yeah. like he's treating it as like a, a shoot yeah like yes, he's, that's, that's
3: Bruce's he's career he's probably gone.
1: going for it and it's like well he, what? He's I, I mean it's good like the heat's good for him you know it kind of makes it seem real but it, you can know, kind of see in his face he's treating it too real and you never see Bruce again until he
3: referees that <laughs> god awful match at WrestleMania. It's a twenty six, yeah. I can't remember what it is. A
1: 26,
3: oh yeah, a I know yeah. twenty six. He must be the only guy who's refereed a match with sunglasses on, I think. But anyway. That's wow. um Yeah no. but Back it's very to soon, that, it's very soon, to soon to after match.
1: that. Uh, you get all the kind of shenanigans at uh, the uh, the ringside and then Owen pins Austin.
0: Just for the nowhere. nowhere.
1: Yeah. yeah, he does kind of
0: sort of come out of nowhere in the middle of all this riot the only them. finish
3: you could have was some sort of roll up finish for this match I think at this time I believe that was the only sort of finish you could have
1: Yeah, and you couldn't yeah. have Austin go over because I doubt they would have got out of the ring it had to be Canada going over there was no but
0: then like there seems to be about half the population of the entire arena Get into the ring, yeah, because they're all and related to it's the family. All just like, Austin's getting handcuffed,
3: yeah, and he he has he has, yeah, sticks his fingers up on his way out, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Enzo fingers up. <laughs> well, little little story, yeah. Well, I think I think there's is Harry Smith in the ring, I believe. There's Harry Smith Natalia. I was what you're
1: I'm, I'm I assuming Natalia's like there,
3: but I couldn't see her.
1: And I think Tyson Kidd might be there as well. I was wondering if they were in the ring because it's like it's all the grandkids. I think Owen's son's in the ring. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who I know him, um, him and his mom are the first to leave the ring they They're climbing up before the, the PV's even finished they' kind of going out of the back already, but in a piece
3: of brilliance there's somebody there who nobody in the ring have a clue who he is. He just went up security, pretended he was somebody's boyfriend, and they'll let this little kid in the ring like maybe twelve or thirteen. None of the hearts know who he is because he 's not related to them nice. there, he is in, there he is in the ring celebrating all the rest <laughs> it's like, I like I that, that um,
1: someone stuck <laughs> in it's like the um oh what's it called the um Guy in the Champions League got in my United team photo,
2: yeah. Oh yeah, the guy yeah, running wearing that, a yeah.
1: kit. But yeah, it's a, it's a big mess of a finish. It feels it feels like a very much a kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
3: what
1: was that? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got an opinion. That's my Doug. <laughs> um, it, it, it does fit very much feel like a kind of attitude. A, a, apart from, does anybody go through one of the announcers tables?
3: they get thrown onto the table onto yeah. it not through it yeah.
1: I think that's the only thing from, from like an Attitude Era perspective that's the only thing he's missing is someone going through a table at uh, an announcer's table but otherwise it's got all that kind of like the kind of rolling carnage of a kind of a, an Attitude oh. Era main event
3: oh I think the ending I think the ending was done well I think you had that bit of carnage to peak it quick roll and then you know yeah. like Team America they're going to skulk off defeated yeah. and, and then, the, then, the then skulk back, back in so, for a bit of a beat up and then
1: there it yeah. goes again <laughs> so
3: yeah but um, yeah. a few a few little facts before we, we, we leave the match um, they did a rehearsal for the match as a dark match the RAW rotating before this they did a little, they did a little re- uh, the same teams fighting each other for a little rehearsal and they did a little the week after not quite the full event but they did a dark match of Brett Owen and Bulldog against Austin and Legion Doom just as a little a little thingy there as well and one last note this was the last time you would see Brett and anvil in the ring as a team.
1: Aww.
3: Yeah. But yeah, that was a little... And they did a little spot, didn't they? they? I don't know why they didn't do the heart attack, but they did a little spot where they did the demolition move. Oh, you
1: yeah. Know, yeah. Uh, Off they, the, the second cap, rope cap, the yeah. elbow, elbow well, drop they elbow. They
3: should have done the heart attack. Yeah. I, I, I think they should have done. That would have been a good little spot.
1: It does very, very much feel like a kind of a, a last hurrah for the hearts.
3: Yeah, because... Well, with events
1: coming up, yeah. because yeah, <laughs> by the end of the year, Bret Hart's left. Next year, Owen dies. Yeah. No, two years, 99. Is it two oh, years?
3: One no, year sorry. It is 99. It? Oh, okay. it was,
1: oh, yeah. Na- 99. Yeah. It is, the year, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, and then within the year, Pillman dies, doesn't he, I think? Pillman dies in October, yeah. Yeah. So very quickly, like, this kind of, like, um, um, what's it called? Stable is just pretty much gone, because I think when when Hart goes don't Davy and Anvil go with him yeah Wait, by, um,
3: Anvil I'm um, sorry Davy buys his contract out yeah of Anvil's just released on the condition that he puts DX over I don't remember the storyline but he pretends to join DX and at the end trying to hit him in the nuts and the just spray paint him it's so stupid but yeah but there you go and then Owen can't get over his contract sadly because who knows if he could who knows what could have happened
1: yeah and it's just yeah so that like, it feels like it's like they're all I mean Hart still sorry Brett still like probably just on the peak just past the peak of his prime but still really good Owen's still really good Davey looks good in the match like it's, yeah, it's yeah. like you could have had like they could have probably been on top for like another five years maybe yeah
3: but of course things it and then Prince did the screw job and yeah, yeah it's, it's just like <laughs> And the hearts it, are so on top here, you know, and you think it's crazy to let that faction go, how popular yeah. we are. But no, within three, four months, everything's gone.
1: It's changed. gone, isn't is not it it has gone. And then basically it's after that, you pretty much got Mr. McMahon. Yeah. And then the Owen few starts and then, woof, it's just like the rocket thing starts it, after that point. So <laughs> it's strange. It's a strange, it's, it feels like... um like I say like, a, like an Indian even though there's a lot still beginning and starting at the same time like a good yeah. transitionary pay-per-view mm. Cameron your thoughts hi I'm back
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> what thoughts moving on um, my this, this dog's a bloody con merchant <laughs> she was whining and I thought she went out for a pee but she's been outside peed like begrudgingly because it's a bit cold now and now she's just sat chewing a bone <laughs> So I'm like, right, okay, we'll leave it like that for 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, my thoughts on the Heart Foundation. Um, it would have been good had they lasted a lot longer.
1: Yeah, I was just like you could see this table lasting probably like another five years. Oh, yeah, 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 it would have been amazing. But they, yeah, and it's, Everything just like, changed.
0: it's one of them things. It's, it's odd how the WWE often <laughs> like, start. Reminiscing about things and you know, keeping them as some kind of integral part of the history of the company, when in reality they only last about three months. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just weird how you know the consumer go, "Oh, and this." Like, it's like the rock sort of face and heel turns in this sort of like the, the late nineties. You know, it's like kind of when he was a heel for probably about four, five months at the start of like, like nineteen ninety nine, and then oh, that's it. Rock. Yeah, and it's just like, but that's seen as of But you know, the way they talk about it, it would have lasted for years. You know what I mean? But, yeah the Heart Foundation is one of those the Heart Foundation in this current form really wasn't all that long on 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 the planet really yeah and it would have been great if they gone longer you know it would have been can, can you imagine like Brett's Heart Foundation against DX that would have been great yeah it would, have, it would have still been the whole thing about you know Bret Hart does things properly not like Shawn Michaels you know who's like you know these degenerates blah 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 because it was him yeah. that called them degenerates originally wasn't it yeah that's what he said wasn't uh, it yeah and that's it and it would have been amazing to have a feud between sort of those two as a sort of faction you know when you had like you you could have had the Hart Foundation as they stood versus um, your you know New Age Outlaws uh H, X X-Pac that version of Shawn Michaels maybe you know what yeah. I mean or whatever but that would have been amazing. Um, but sadly, we never got that. I mean, when did, it um, may be already discussed as well, I was letting the dog out, but when did Brian Pillman die? Because I don't think Brian Pillman has much longer left. October, uh, yeah. You, yeah, he he, so he's got like, like three him, months. Yeah. 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 So, so also um, so
3: be noted this version of Brian Pillman isn't, very agile or active you know his he's ankle injuries no because he broke his ankle in them yeah most. and yeah. He's, he's, he's not in the best of conditions either so you know no. this is probably Pilman's highest point for his WWE career
0: I would say yeah it didn't yeah. last for having conned his way into the WWE <laughs> he kind of didn't really last that long once he was there yeah. but having, well he conned his exit from WCW more than his yeah. entrance into WWE I suppose he very much worked it into a shoot yeah he did um, and Bischoff Belfort for it nice. in a big way because was that not the thing of yeah he was going to go east they were going to loan him ECW for a bit and then but, the whole storyline was that he'd, he'd stormed out on, the, the, the fabe storyline was that he'd stormed out on WCW after yeah, out.
1: And, and he convinced them to cancel his contract to make yeah, it seem real yeah he convinced
0: them to legally cancel his contract so none of the dirt sheets would find him so the dirt sheets would think it was real yeah. so WCW's legal department cancelled his contract which meant he was free to negotiate with the WWE F, yeah. who he had basically told them that the only way he was going to move is for like three times his salary oh. so they gave him three times his salary <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's funny how that um, works
0: yeah. and yeah and he spent most of it on a treatment table Yeah, yeah. but um mm. aye that was fun yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah um I like this main event it is a sort of uh, it, it is an integral match at a certain time and it was of this time. Um, it's a nice five-five match card. Yeah, all of them are important, though.
1: Um, so where does it go? Well, on the list. I have been looking at the list. I have the list actually in front of me. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, like the way this kind of pay per view is kind of put together as like a celebration. I think the closest one we've done to it so far would be not necessarily in quality I'm just talking about like in kind of tone and that sort of thing it's ECW one match down 2005
0: because mm. mm-hmm. that that was very much
1: like a kind of a celebration of that company and it feels like a celebration of the hearts
2: that makes sense but it doesn't actually
1: but nothing on it kind of actually <laughs> lasts or makes any kind of permanent kind of difference if that makes sense that makes sense to me Okay, and that's number eight in in the yes. list. Um, which begs the obvious
0: question: Is this pay per view better than No Mercy 1999? <laughs> okay, legacy about? no. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think I think I th- it's better than I
2: think it's better
0: than No Mercy
3: 1999. Well, no you know which. your opinion now. Well, I just <laughs> think it is. It's <laughs> right. <not> democracy, Al.
0: <laughs> so it climbs up. Is, so it's, it's it's is it better than ECW's One Night Stand?
3: Um, a lot of people regard that as a very good pit review as well. You yeah, say. they do. I don't think
2: it's it nice. is. I think that's where it stops.
0: So it's. The sad thing is we've got no Mercy 99x7 like and one next down to 8. So like that sad, that's just how it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so where are we putting this? Are we putting it in between. I guess so. Well, the yeah.
1: best paper of all time?
0: yeah so yep. sounds about right so No Mercy 99 is better than it but it's this is better than One Night Stand yeah yeah okay yeah because because No Mercy is like the legacy of that show I think okay yeah okay alright we'll go with that it's definitely cool. better than Survivor Series 95 oh yeah. god yeah it's not quite as good as All In no, no. Al's having a little flip outfit yeah.
3: oh, I, I, I can feel it
0: it's not
3: on the network it shouldn't be <laughs> on the network <laughs> nah, nah,
1: technically <laughs> Brawl for All's not on the network exactly what's not technically Brawl for All's not on the network and it's not a pay-per-view and you you, you made this put all that it's on there on the, so. it's on
2: the network
3: you can't argue with that no but still on the, it's on the network
2: on the subject of stupid things who's driving the bus next time
1: well um, I think next time might be a round table Oh, yeah I was thinking well.
0: this I was like surely we've got a round table it but is then again what the hell are we going to do
1: for a round bloody table it's a round table then it's cam oh, oh. god I've uh, only got. Hang on, let me just find. If I have a list of round table ideas. We'll, we'll brainstorm. Well, brainstorm live.
3: Why are you looking? I'm just going to bring up the sad point of uh, Holly Racer's death. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, it was. It was very, very sad. 76, he was.
0: Yeah, I um, only
3: know him really for his WWE career, which wasn't that long or good. But I know he had a big <laughs> NWA famous, famous career. He did.
0: Yeah. Well, we did have a fantastic episode on. Um, Play for the Gold which he's obviously involved in Mm. one of his best promos in that one one of his best promos
1: Um, right I will have done some fancy editing and kind of cut that out that little brainstorm session oh okay and good I will then edit it so like that we were highly organised and we really knew what our next show was yeah totally we've always
0: known for months it was going to be uh, the best women's wrestler
1: so we're going to decide who the best women wrestler is yeah. Um I cool. get the feeling that the camera-made politic for it to be amended to the best female wrestler with blue lipstick.
0: <laughs> now, you oh. make it sound like I've got some kind of weird thing because going you on do. Here. I don't oh, know if
2: anyone to the last
3: episode, I, you definitely I'll had cover, something for a weird thing. <laughs> I, I'll cover all the women from 1980 to like 2000 and then you well, the that stuff. sounds yeah. really
1: dodgy that does. Well, are you can <laughs> <at me now>? do <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Can we can yeah, so we get I'll, some clarification there? I
2: will cover them all in um, Newcastle Brown Ale. <laughs> yes.
1: um, I think um, Cameron may also pull a ticket to be mended to the best female wrestler who was actually a gladiator called Jet. <laughs> <laughs> She's never wrestled, so we can't really do that. <laughs> well, apart, from your, apart from your dreams, I think you'd argue that hanging tough has a bit of wrestling involved in that. Uh,
0: Certainly, it, some body scissors. Well, well, yeah. um she could do a Frankensteiner if she was pushed, I suppose. But, um, Is that what you call it? Yeah, you know. But there go. Say so, hello to the Frankensteiner. She's, um, yeah. Oh, come on. Just leave alone, huh? I don't want to
1: come on You've already done it. <laughs> many times, Ewan, many times. I know you oh, have, dirty man. Many you, times. Dirty, you dirty, dirty man. There was a uh,
0: gladiator's annual of uh, 1996, I think
3: oh my god shall I end the, the show the stuck together <laughs> yeah no, no. <laughs> end the show
1: I'm the music I'll oh, fade the music off fade the music off oh, thank okay, like you <laughs> alright okay uh, Good night all everyone oh god yeah. he's turning the camera on he's turning the camera on <laughs> Oh not again <laughs> oh now I can see his Reichensteiner oh god
0: kill him, Hawk!